It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. small word of warning. This game is played at a table with a baby and a toddler. Expect a little bit of crying and some periodic toddler commentary throughout the podcast, but that dies off about 30 minutes to an hour in when we put the kids to bed. Thanks for your patience. Episode 15. So, when last we left you, um, Mara and Bernard and Doctor Strange, who is currently coughing like she has the NPC virus again... Um, were rolling around um, the village of Bran trying to defuse the crowd from where you think Fog had tried to whip them into a frenzy for some good old mob justice tonight. Thank you. We can move the table back. I shoved it forward to fit in um, myself and a baby playing five. Mara and Bernard were going around town defusing the situation, and Pete and Jonathan had gone off to the climate works. Um, so, at this point, you come back from the China. You you come back. Um, well, you don't come back from anywhere. You finish rocking around the town, making your streetwise checks. Um, at which point, it's about five o'clockish in the uh, five o'clockish in the evening. And Pete and Jonathan haven't come back. Um, it was about 20 minutes there, about 20 minutes back, so they've been gone about three hours, so it depends how much time you allocate for them to uh, look for things, slash get lost, slash... Oh, they left me there. Mm-hmm. What, if anything, do you wish no, to do about this? They've got your carriage too, incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's going to be quite a walk. That one, that one. Well, you've got Doctor Strange. You can bring her another carriage. NPC virus. Well, if you're hungry, if you're not hungry enough, you can rope your carriage. You're not hungry enough. The villagers make noises in there. In their strange Romanian language. <laughs> and it sounds like that? Yeah. 
Didn't the count sound like that? Ah, da, da, da. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Come on. Sing along to this foot-stomping Transylvanian beat. The number of the day is three. Three. I've been watching Sesame Street. <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Puts his romping Transylvanian beat is a great Yes, voice. I can now do the count's number of the day song. <laughs> so, you know, don't taunt me. <laughs> or Dracula will just show up in the middle of the scene and do it for no reason. Okay, so the question was, the the only two of you are on screen, what are you going to do about the fact that there's no sign of Peter Jonathan? You're going to poke around town some more and hope for them to show up? Hmm. You're going to endeavour to obtain some horses and go looking for them? You're going to just do something else in town and hope they show up? You're going to just, just give up on them showing up and get out and play a vote to the um, asylum? Well, they are quite capable. Maybe we should head off to the insane, to the asylum. But they really have taken three hours to travel around just to that one little factory and explore. Maybe Jonathan saw something shiny. <laughs> Maybe the American went in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) The North is our South, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the way I see it, we can either wait a bit longer in town for them, go looking for them, or head towards the... Asylum in case they found some clue that they had to vitally act on. Or just go to sleep and wait for them to show back up. It's also an option on the card. How are we doing the sleep count for the day? Has anybody had any? Uh, I'm on just one night's last sleep. Yeah, but the the day counts reset, so and I don't think too many people have had some, some for today. Um, you're about coming up on the point where you're going to need to make another check, basically. Right. Uh, I, I, we didn't make one this. I thought we made one in the morning before the trial. Or yep. am I going crazy? Yep. And now it's evening after the trial. Right. Okay. So we have to make um, more than one a day. Twelve hours. Right. Okay. Do you have the list of? things that you wrote? Yes. Bernard and Jonathan are the ones who haven't um, had quite enough sleep yet. Even with my time unconscious? Yeah, that doesn't count for it. Chemically drugged unconscious as opposed Ah. to sleeping. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think I stick through the trial. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps I still am. Yes, I see my squiggle. Right, no, you're right, I have you two at seven hours each, so that's fine. Yep. Nuts. So you'll reset as well. Um, because Helen made a list of things. Yes, um, so for, for a reminder of a suggestion of things that people could do. No, no, first, Mommy. Yeah, I'm sorry, sweetie, but I need to get my character sheet out from under it. Here we go. Um, talk to Big B about Dr. Breda because apparently they had a relationship. Big B emerged carrying yeah. Dr. Breda, so he presumably knows stuff about them. Go to the island and talk to the assistant and investigate the arson. Um, check out the China works we're doing. Figure out what Phileas is doing somehow. Um, <laughs> Great plan. 
protect the beast because you know which there may be less of a need to do because you guys have demobbed the mob. Um, sleep and warm the crooked can, which you did. So, can I have a hero point bag? And I'd like it back as well, so I could draw my. Yes, she can, sweetie. Daddy's just getting some first, but Daddy's ones are all broken. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Yep, I need five. And don't look in the bag. Yeah. Good girl. Okay, so... Question for the house. Waking, moving, shining, sleeping. There doesn't seem to be much point just sitting here. If you want to go far, but you wanted to do something, you could go talk to Big B. Firstly, I think we should go to the asylum and talk to the assistant. Very well. <laughs> okay. okay, so Bernard and, um, let's say, Dr. Strait, Ange, and the coughing NPC going away, and Mara all head up for the asylum. Yep. And which point... I, I, I trust they leave a note of some kind? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll leave a note in the um, defence office. Oh, yeah. Tell one of the guardsmen yeah, sweet. in that area to pass along the blah message. Cool. Uh, at this point, can everyone give them a bigger check? Make them no penalties. Yay. Yay! It's been so long. Except for, any, except for any fatigue you already have, don't forget you're at minus. Yeah. I got oh, yeah. five and six. Sweetie, you're going a bit crazy, yeah? So, <laughs> I got a one and a two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I fail. Yeah. Mara's a little girl. She needs her sleeps. <laughs> What's that to you? Uh, yes, you can play with my fight I'm just going to find my dice. What dice do you need? Uh, I need a D10 and my wild D6. Okay. Wild D6. D10. Okay, yep. um, I make the video check. Okay. So, Mara failing on two? Yep. Fatigue yeah. level! Unless you Yay. want to re-roll it. Never. Okay. I do have a flask of orange juice, perhaps. Did not to perk you up somewhere? Yes, please. Um, let's see if it works. Depends if it's gone off or not. <laughs> Explodes! Yay! And explodes again! So that does awesome stuff. So yeah, yep. that's right. Yay! Okay. You drink this orange juice, Ben, and get you, and feel a lot more refreshed and better. Still uh, tired. How's the power points <laughs> of life? Um, Seven. 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 How long did we spend talking to you? Uh, three, three hours at this point. It has one pulse, the vitamins of. Planet Hurricane. That's right. <laughs> I'll get you into a Peter Rabbit cup to go with your Peter Rabbit play. Okay, so. It's now between five and six this year at night. Um, if you guys, if you two are going out to Sanctuary Asylum, um, it is on an island across the lake. Um, uh, you know, a couple of hours boat, boating, rowing trip style of thing. Um, 
and it should be very easily locatable. You can see the island from shore, so it's good. getting lost is not really going to be an issue. Just adding the chair back. So, you of course don't have a boat. I see. Is there a wharf or some sort? There is a wharf of some sort. There are several fishermen around. You could swim, of course, as well, if you were feeling tired. Cool. <laughs> Oh, Mighty is the butler and the little girl. Uh. <laughs> Don't forget the old woman and the cat. <laughs> she doesn't inconvenience you. If you don't get to benefit from your sort of skills, she doesn't inconvenience you either. Yes. If you wish to, um, if if you wish to rent a boat, you may attempt to do so. Um. Uh, Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, let's find somewhere to, to vote from. Okay, so you go around, ask basically, ask. There's, there's obviously no formal boat rental place or anything. Go around and ask all the fishermen who want to go out to that island. You know, can we borrow a boat? Slash, can you take us? Style of thing. Um, you will get told that, according to popular rumor, there are there are monsters in the lake. This just seems a, a matter of no real consequence to them. It's Transylvania, you know, there are monsters in the lake, there are monsters in the woods, this boat is made of monsters. <laughs> uh, if you wish, you can make me a resources check. Yes. Is it separate or assistance? That's entirely up to you. But you what can't you make assist checks if it's untrained. You buy 54, Yeah. Okay, so you can make you can make it, one of you can not be the assist. primary and the other the assist, assist. or you can both oh, make it. You're the adults, you can be the primary. Um, all we need to do is pass, right? Like, in assistance, the same as the pass. So we might as well just go uh, through. Yeah, but... Like, so if you're assisting me, you're uh, one, no. I don't get... If I roll, so also two, it doesn't work out. No, Mommy, don't do that now. So, separate? Right. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well... Yeah, you That's the last time I listened to the butler. <laughs> yeah, but you can oh, spend well, one fate. Yeah, you can spend one fate point and succeed that, yeah, or you've got a three. That's why I've got a three. Yeah. Yes, but he's got a massive pile of fate points. Does. So, you will be able to procure the you will you will be able to procure this anyway. Mm. It's just a question of how long you have to spend hanging around the docks negotiating with people and all that. So your penalty for failure is time rather than you can't have a robot period. I think I'd rather take the time and save fake points for something. Okay. Yeah, so Doctor Strange seems very preoccupied with her cat and isn't around to flash the usual large wads of whatever Romanian <laughs> Romany gets us from I have no idea what the currency is off the top of my head. I suspect she just pays for everything in British pounds. And yeah, yeah, very, yeah very likely. Everyone in the world takes British pounds, even when they don't know where Britain is. <laughs> um, Everyone knows where Britain is. <laughs> yeah. so, Sorry, Polly moment. <laughs> yeah. moment. Pete and Jonathan, you come back, um, and in the absence of anywhere better to go head for the, the courtroom defense yeah. office style yeah. thing yeah, because that's kind of where you've been crashing out yeah. um, and the guard at the door stops you and he says your friends have gone your friends have gone to the your friends have gone across to the island oh well maybe we'd better we'd better catch up and follow they said yeah. they were tired of waiting for you and there were comments about being American of course there were alright Let, let's go let's go down to the docks and see if we're in time to catch them yeah 
So we head down to the docks. Are we? Have they actually spent so long negotiating for a robot that we get them? Yes, indeed you do. They haven't yet procured a robot. Well done. <laughs> so yes. So um, as you're dickering with the fishermen, uh, no doubt not aided by Doctor Strip by the fact that neither of you speak Romanian. Probably doesn't help. No. Yeah, that's probably what the delay is. Yeah. You're like waving what you think is a moderate amount of cash at them, but they think you're trying to buy the boat, so you're not offering them enough. Well, I, I think this is going to be pink. Okay, that's going to be pink, fair enough. Uh, that's Mara, Bernard, hey. Pete and Jonathan both look quite tired, and Jonathan is notably bruised and bloody, although he's got bandages on his various thumb. Pencil marks. Well, we already we already tried a med check. He's passed his golden hour. Jonathan. No matter what our disagreements, you shouldn't beat up Peter. Who said I'd be that pretty? Well, look at it. <laughs> Obviously, Peter's pretty. Yeah, the chimic works full of golems. Yeah. Lots Don't of go. golems. Don't go. Save yourself. Save yourself in trouble. Do you Don't go. Yeah, no, don't recommend it as a vocation spot. What's they don't want to. He, the guy that in there, he doesn't want to answer questions. Um, mommy. But we got out of the tree, he tied us to a bridge, and we're back. Did you try and ask them politely? Yes. Well, the golems started trying to kill us as soon as we walked in the door. Sweetie, I'm going to talk to some role They do have to. So, there was no opportunity to ask polite questions. <laughs> he did, pe- didn't want people coming in the door, period. So, do you think this is, um, what's Grant's character? Grant's character's called Bernard. I, I'm going, do you think this is Bernard? Yep, that could be Bernard. That seems like the way he's there are only white faith points. That could be Auntie Susie's character. That could be Amanda Strange. Yeah, it could be Amanda. So the, this is the extent of what happened at the Chinese works. Don't ask. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I, I will give them a more as we're going across the. I'll endeavour we'll endeavor to assist you, them in hiring a boat and then give them a more thorough briefing as we're rowing across the river. Yep. Would, would you two like to try a crack at both? Yeah, I'll, I'll try hiring it. Um, four. Minus two of your words. Minus two. It's, uh, it's best Pete. not to ask why you've been physically wounded affects how much money you have in your pocket. Um, Pete, um, it, it makes her cranky when she tries to negotiate. Um, Pete got um, four and isn't wounded. Okay, so... You're sitting there talking to this guy, this this guy at the docks. You're waving a sum of money at him and explaining, you know, we're trying to hire his boat. And he, gestures exasperatedly at you in Romanian. And Pete, you step up and and open your wallet. Ah, American money. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, my friend. American money. 
the mighty dollar. <laughs> and Pete successfully rents a boat because <laughs> Pete has the superior currency. <laughs> okay, so now it, he's also probably better at rowing across the river. Once we're successfully you, rowing, sorry. what do you Okay. Um, I will explain that um, basically we tried to get in the door, a guard golem attacked us. We wanted to try and see what was going on inside the Chimic Works. We went inside, all the rest of the golems attacked us. Um, we were um, more or less bludgeoned unconscious. Just before I was bludgeoned unconscious, I saw a skinny, the shadow of a skinny little guy run across the office and then the sh- a shape that looked vaguely like the beast emerge. But I didn't actually see it properly because right then a golem hit me in the head. And then we woke up um, chained to the sub-basement wall upside down. And uh, No, it wasn't upside down. That just fits better in my head. No, we were, chained, we were chained to the wall with lots of... And there were lots of chemical bats and bubbles. Actually, that does fit better. It was a really short little guy, so then you could go face to face with Yeah, Yeah, okay. We were, we were now chained upside down. It makes for a more dramatic story. Um, he asked us why we tried to break into his facility, and we explained that we were investigators... And he bought that, which was fortunate for us. And um, then he said, you know, like he didn't really bear us any will, will, but he couldn't have us poking around or telling the villagers what he was up to because they might not understand why he sews human skins on his golems. I don't think I understand why he sews. <laughs> okay. well, yes, it wasn't the moment the dog. The, the, dog. The, the, the golem dog at the gate had a dog skin over it. And the, the golems inside? Human skin. What happened to the humans inside? We suspect graves that were dug up. Yep. But put your put the fact point back. Um, so then he um, gave us some stuff that was supposed to knock us out, and it knocked Jonathan out. But I pretended to be knocked out as well. And then um, the golems carried us out into the forest and started tying us to trees. And then I jumped out of the tree, which actually hurt quite a lot because I was quite high up in the tree. Um, then um, the golems just kind of left me there and then I figured out how to get Jonathan out of the tree. And then Jonathan figured out the way back, which was great because I was a little bit lost in the forest. <laughs> it's very difficult to pretend to be unconscious with your eyes shut and these trees all look the same and they've got vampires behind them. Um, so I don't think he's a good guy because he had human skin golems. But if he was a really bad guy, I think he would have killed us when he had the chance. So, mm-hmm. is it intentional that your explanation contains less larceny checks than the actual events? Did? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, prob- you haven't actually mentioned that you broke into his facility. <laughs> True. Okay. So n- no, is that, it, that may be intentional. No, no, just it wasn't. Be it, it, that out. It, it wasn't really. Um, the the. Uh, the, the bit at the start, well, the, the, the gate was locked and there was a guard gone on inside, but Jonathan wanted to get a look at the inside of the place, so, you know, he unlocked it. <laughs> but we did call out, you know, that we were out. We did try calling out, but there was no response except for when the golems tried to kill us. So he, he really... I, I was really expecting more of just a place where you go, but it, it's a bit scarier than that. Oh, and we did talk to him about his surgical tools, and he confirmed that they are his surgical tools. But it wasn't a, when you're when you're chained upside down to the sub basement wall. It's not a great time to get into the questions about. I believe claimed they've been stolen. Ah, uh, yes, he said they've been stolen. Hmm. 
So I suspect he may be involved in some of the sinister events we've been chasing around, but I suspect he was he was robbing the graves and for this for the skins. Um possibly an adopter Jekyll Mr. Hyde kind of But I, I I'd prefer not to get him in more trouble than we can help because we kind of he didn't have to let us go once we found out his sinister schemes and he did. But what is he up to with all these goings? I don't know. I mean, the, they were stirring vats of chemicals. Yeah. And apparently, you need to stir the vats of chemicals because when they all started to ca- uh, get, 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 uh, came to start beating us up, the, the, the vats started bubbling in an alarming way. And they were full of toxic, toxic chemicals. He says that the villagers are closed-minded, which he's certainly not the first one to say that about and that they don't understand what's necessary for the pursuit of science. Somewhere Jeremy looks up. The fools! <laughs> anyway, yes, our investigation didn't prosper, but, you know, we're not here, so it's cool enough, so. Susan does know it's on tonight? Yes. Yeah. She responded to your text, or...? Yes. Oh, weird. Um, and Maybe I I should I'd be bringing this game for her tonight. Hmm. Maybe I should text her again just in case she's doing art or asleep. Mm-hmm. I'll text her again. Or sleeping on top of art. <laughs> she wanted to sleep on top of art. Ah, self on top of the car. I'll text her. Alright, yes, so we are rolling across the lake. Yep. To investigate the. And bright side, it's only like 7 o'clock, so it's only moderately dark as we go to investigate the creepy asylum for our So, this is perhaps unsurprisingly actually kind of creepy. Um, you are sailing across this black lake, you know, the water is just dark as dark can be. You can see a maybe a quarter of a meter below the surface, kind of thing, like that. Um, it is eerily silent out here because the further out in the lake you get, the further away from any sort of owls or wolves in the forest or anything like that you get. Um, and there's just that rhythmic, tiny ch splash dip, ch splash dip with the oars connecting repeatedly in the water. Um, the island is pretty clearly visible. There are a handful of lights on it, style of thing, so. You, um, unless you spectacularly botch it, you're not going to get lost on the way there. Um, if you desire, you can actually endeavour to put a lick of speed on and get there faster. Um, if people desire to try and sleep in the boat, they can. Um, again, there's enough room for a couple of people to actually lie down in it, albeit not necessarily comfortably. Um, so you, you could do one of a couple of things. You could either go fast and try and do it quicker... You could go slow and essentially quietly and try not to attract any lake monster attention. Um, or you could um, just go normally in the middle and separately to that people can attempt to sleep if they want to. Will going quietly make us slower? Yes, it will. Right. Well, I'd suggest in the middle. Um, no, not, not super fast for the lake monster attracting, but not super slow for the complete hidden from lake monsterness. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely think we should try and get some people to sleep in the boat. Yep. Um, I want to row. It seems 
appropriate for my physical beefitude. Yep. Um, I'd like to sleep. Yep, sounds like a plan. Seems appropriate for your lack of physical beefitude. <laughs> oh, uh, Bernard, do you want to roll or sleep? Well, theoretically, it's a thing British guys are good at. <laughs> okay. Did you go to Yale or Harvard? Did you go to Yale or Harvard? Yeah, Ox- but Oxford or you're Cambridge. A but- you're a butler. Of course you went to Yale or Harvard. No, Oxford or Cambridge. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shows you how much I know about anyway, universities. Anyway, I don't know this in character, but out of character, Bernard, the person Bernard actually is, would definitely have gone to one of those two places and would quite certainly have rode and punted and things. <laughs> All right, so I what mean, about Jonathan? If you've ever rolled a real boat, given that it would be either driving or strength checks, we need to make them two people with different strengths would just pick it so horrifically. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly because uh, you, you're not actually terribly physically weak, are you? D6. D6 and D8 doesn't seem unreasonable. No, I was thinking D4. And, um, and I don't think Jonathan's not super terrible at strength, but it's not... D6. Yeah, in, in any case, you don't have to actually make any checks if you're Sweet. just going normally. Okay, so what about um, Pete, and jo- Pete and Bernard Rowe, Jonathan and Mara try and sleep? Yep. Sounds good. Okay. So, can Pete... Uh, sorry. Can the sleepers give me bigger checks? <laughs> Ten. Yep. This is actually much nicer than the carriage. The boat is it do- doesn't actually have cushion seats or anything, so you're pretty much down to sticking your backpack under the back of your head and putting a jacket over you style of thing. On the other hand, it's not jiggling up and down constantly like the carriage is, going over all the gravel and potholes and all that sort of thing. So it's actually quite restful. You just drift gently off to sleep. Yay! And can one of you give me a party luck check? A flat D20. I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm yeah. a luck monkey. Yeah, yeah, Mara's the mascot, Mara gets to roll the luck checks. 17. Okay. Yep, yeah, that's, that's why we keep you around. <laughs> uh, if, if the creatures in the lake are anything more than a story, you don't see it. There's, yep. there's no, nothing rocks your boat. Nor is there the slightest sign of disturbance. Nothing breaches the surface. Sweet. Nothing bubbles or moves. It's just eerily quiet the whole time. <laughs> and you arrive on Sanctuary Island um, in what will be about ten ish at night without Yep. Sometime in the middle to late evening. Yep. Alright, um, so we probably want to go poke the assistant while it's just merely late to be knocking someone up and then poke around the, because it's not going to get any darker than dark, Hmm. poke around the creepy asylum room later. Yeah. Alright, so we had a a direction for where the assistant was at, we want to go find him. Yeah. Um, Those lights that we were seeing. Wow. Sort of lights we were. Okay, so as you get closer to the island, um, you will see, basically, um, there is a big, fairly desolate area with several um, burnt-out-looking trees around on not actually... Um, it, it's actually a little inland, so it's several hundred metres offshore. It's probably quite deliberately not built directly on the shore, given they could easily, um, which you presume was the asylum, because it's now a huge burnt-out area and there's still a couple of rubbly bits of buildings standing and some burned walls and that kind of thing. Um, separately down from that, um, 
maybe a kilometre down from it, there is what is clearly a village with several, you know, fully functional buildings and things, and that's where. Excuse me, where the lights are coming from. So they're, they're just presumably coming from, you know, lanterns and torches and things like that in people's houses. Cool, so we're heading down to the populous bit. And then out the back end of the village in the island, there is woodland, essentially. Yep. Okay, so you have been du- directed essentially, you know, look for that, look for the house that looks vaguely like this, and there's a guy that called Carl that lives there, because of course there's nothing as direct as it's one, two, three Island Street. <laughs> um, and you go there and you knock on the door. Knock, 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 and there is no answer. Are there lights on? Uh, yes. But there are routinely lights on every building you've been to in Transylvania at night. No. And no. No. It's the yeah, where everyone was there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, the abandoned villages. There was no one lighting things up. Yeah, there, there were there were there were lights in there because they were the ghosts of the dead children. Yes. <laughs> Transylvania is cozy. Yeah. Can't wait to leave. Alright, um, it's not really not really on par with Greece for the tourist destination. <laughs> and given a few less stars. Lower preponderance of pretty efficient building villages, higher preponderance of haunted villages with the spirits of dead children. Um, alright, um, so um, we'll knock in a more thunderous manner. Yep. And um, then if that yields no response, we'll try the door handle and see if it's locked. When you give it a big bang, 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 bang in a thunderous manner, eventually you have to say, Ugh, what, what? Uh, 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 just a minute. This looks like a job for Super Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the sounds of someone pottering around very slowly inside. Yeah. And... You will then hear, literally about 15 minutes later, a sort of click, click, chink, chink, and then a slight pause, and then, are you some sort of soul-eating monster? No, uh, we're investigators for the, um, what, what's her name? Uh, Judge Dameron? We're investigators for Judge Dameron. We're looking into the asylum fire. Oh, uh, oh, okay, just a moment then, click, chink, chink. Sorry chink. about the lateness of the hour. Open it. Um, there is an... An old er gentleman there. You might tag you, you might tag him at, a, at sixty to seventy, but he looks a very decrepit sixty to seventy. Um, and he has with him a metal trumpet type thing that he puts up to his ear. Oh, good. <laughs> um, and he says, "What? You, you're, you're looking for the asylum? It, it burnt down a while ago." Yes, we know. We're investigators. Oh. We're investigating the fire. Can we come in? Hmm? Of course, young man, of course. There's no need to shout. (laughs) Come in, come in. I'm Carl, Carl Von Lutz. Pete, Pete Morrison, pleased to meet you. Still has a moderate handshake, moderately strong handshake. Feels a little bit quavery. And he bustles you into what is basically a very little hut. Um, He has, has the fire going, of course. As, as invariably you do in a village. Um, ah, well. So, so, 
You're investigating. So you're investigating. Uh, looks at Jonathan. Not patience, then. <laughs> no. I've seen that look in a man's eyes before, you know. It means something. Me Susan's here. Oh, thank goodness. Someone speaks Is he actually speaking English, or...? Uh... He actually does speak English. Oh, he, he would start in Romanian, but when it yes. becomes apparent people are looking at him, he'll switch to actually um. quite good English. Sorry. My parents had visitors and they took ages like, with the whole talking to me well, thing. Now that Susan's Hi. here, it's time for bed. Um, and that's where we are, in, in Carl, the um, good doctor's assistant's house. And he's just trying to establish that we're definitely not patients, despite the fact that Jonathan's eyes make him kind of look like he could be a patient. Are you sure you're duly appointed officers of the court? You seem awfully young for it. Um, I will fish out our um, paperwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, very well. What can I do for you? Where yes, young I? lady? Where am I? <laughs> you're here. You're, you're here. In, that, I, you're in the room. We brought you along, even though you weren't tripping. You've got oh. your bout of NPC virus. Okay. So I am with you guys. Yep. Um, so, um, we wanted to ask about the fire. Oh, terrible business, that. Terrible business. But the village will probably never recover. Uh, it sounded like it, w- it was pretty bad. I, I was working there the night of the fire, of course. Uh, fortunately, most everyone got out unharmed. Well, except poor Dr. Brada. Mm. A terrible loss. He was a most excellent man. A moral beacon in these difficult times. It sounded from what we heard like he was a very, a very good man. He cared about <laughs> the patients in a way that many of the staff you understand it can get hard doing that sort of job day after day after day you have to be able to lock your feelings away so as not to empathise too much with the poor lost souls Dr. Brada had a gift of being able to be professional but empathic he always looked for the best in people he does sound like a great man did you notice anything suspicious the day of the fire or the days leading up to it was there anything odd happening in the asylum or on the grounds? He thinks about it. Uh, Dr. Brada was upset. Uh, we were having some troubles with fun- we were having some troubles with funding. He, but it happened from time to time. Enough, every every few months or so. Nothing terribly unusual. None of us could have predicted it. I, I don't even know what caused the fire. Good thing every good thing everyone got out though. Oh, Doctor Doctor Brada again, great man, saved me from that. He he ran around telling everyone that, that there was a fire, so we all got out well in time before anything really caught flame. Yes, that that impressed me that the um that you were because I understand that it can be difficult moving you know the mentally ill. But to, to lose no one with fire like that. Mm-hmm. The, Do- Dr. Brada was the one who originally gave word? Uh, 
certainly to me. He came and found me and told me the asylum was on fire. We need to get the patients out. And you went round and, and helped the patients yes, out? Yes, I would have taken half a dozen people out myself. Oh, well, that, that was very good work. <coughs> By the time we, we, we got everyone out and then after about half an hour, the building was well ablaze. I saw Dr. Brada being carried through the fire by that, that creature. I, I understand they're hanging it tomorrow. Uh, we're actually, um, it's, having a tr- it's, ha- it's, be, it's having a trial. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. For example, did you see any evidence that it was trying to harm Dr. Brana? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, young man, of course I did. Didn't, didn't I say? It, it had him in his arms, like in, in, in his arms, like you'd carry a child. But could it not have been trying to rescue Dr. Brother from the fire? Uh, I, I, I'm certain not. It, it was taking him through the flames. And if it was trying to rescue him, it didn't do very well. We've, we've never seen him. We never even found the body, poor man. Mm, excuse me, but... Yes, little lady, little girl. If you never found the body, doesn't that mean there's a chance he's still alive? He looks at you, oh, oh no, no one's given you the talk yet. Yes, of course he's still alive, dear. Pat, pat, pat. <clears throat> In our hearts. Well, the sarcasm is thick with this one. <laughs> Sir, I, I am a member of, what was the society called again? The Centurion? No, the other the, one. The, the, the Royal Academy of Science. I am a member of the Royal Academy of Science and a good friend of Dr. Morrow. I'd prefer if you weren't so patronising towards me just due to my age. There are other reasons to be patronised. <laughs> <laughs> good, good sir, can I ask if this is enough, if this flame was enough to demise one man, would not the beast be also consumed by the same flame? Well, maybe. It's awfully big, though, and and it's part demon, isn't it? So I assume it's immune to fire. Well, that's the way that they're intent on on finishing off off. Um, I don't want to call him the beast. What was his name? Big B. Yeah, having no, actually seen him, you're you're quite confident he wouldn't be. He'd probably be strongly resistant in the sense that he's generally tough, but he yeah. shouldn't be having particular immunities to fire at all. It's not particularly surprising that he would have walked through the fire without going up. He's a pretty tough. He's a pretty tough individual. Yeah, but he'd, sh- he'd surely be suffering some way. If, if a human being would be destroyed, then a, a big, then um, then Big B would also be consumed by the flame to some degree. Yeah, the, um, if you move through the fire quick enough, then um, you can. I've, I've done a bit of fire rescue myself on an occasion. Uh, and, and he gives you a very accurate descriptor. No question, it was either the beast or its identical double. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It wasn't merely something that was beast-like, it was Big B. Yeah. So we do need to ask him some questions. Mm. Did you see which way the uh, uh, the beast, as you call it, was going? Oh, oh sure, that's, that's what I found funny. I mean, I've heard it living out around... Um, I've heard it lives out around... Um, uh, around the woods, out around Brand, he gestures across the lake. But uh, so, I assume it walked here across the bottom of the water. It doesn't need to breathe, you know. That's that's the fish creature in it. 
A fish creature. <laughs> that's that's why it's called the Beast of the Black Lagoon, I'm told. But but it didn't go back into the water. It, it went out that way, into the woods. Woods on the island. Great, we're going to have to poke the woods. <laughs> yeah, we are. What else is there in those woods? Well, nothing much, really. Because it's on an island, young man, you don't get a lot of animals out there and things. It's, it, frankly, I never even heard of anyone disappearing or being eaten out there, so who knows what's in there. My goodness. <laughs> Are you saying there aren't monsters in the forest? Well, uh, I mean, there must be, but, but one's so sinister that we have no idea what they even do to people. Yes, I, I suppose it was too much to hope to be in a forest in Transylvania that wasn't built with monsters. So nobody has gone up there to search for Dr. Brada at all? Well, well, people may have had their hands full. If he was alive, he would have come back. No doubt the beast ate him. But the beast doesn't need to eat. Oh, I'm, I'm quite sure you're wrong. I saw it clear as day. It had a mouth, big, flat teeth. It probably eats rocks. That, that'll be the earth elemental in it. <laughs> and, and I'm guessing it's some part ogre as well, so it doubtlessly ground Dr. Brada to make bit bread. <laughs> I hope this guy's an appearing on the stand. <laughs> Do we have a beanstalk somewhere in this story? <laughs> uh, so, um, where did you and the patients go after you'd, rescued, after you'd helped rescue them from the fire? So he gives you a description that basically short term they pretty much mulled around on the lake shore and looked confused. Yeah. Um, for, for several hours while the village <laughs> itself came to life and people in Bran obviously saw the fire and rode over and that sort of thing. And since then they've been distributed out back into the wider community. Okay. Um, he tells you that many of the staff are no longer here because the Sanctuary Island is not dead but dying at this point it's pretty much the only thing that was here of note was the asylum alright um, do people have more questions they want to ask him I'm kind of out of idea mm. now Mara pretty much has a very poor opinion of the man right now um, <laughs> he's not very scientific he's just saying which part of the asylum that started it no, I, I, haven't, I haven't the slightest idea. Uh, where, did you, where did you see the flames? Oh, well, well I didn't. Uh, not until well after we'd gotten everyone out. Yeah. I, I presume perhaps the basement was burning. We had several rooms below, we had several rooms below the ground. But, uh, no, I don't know where it started. It, it wouldn't have been his office. He... he had several, he, he had all his pa- he had all his paperwork with him. He had all his paperwork with him when he came outside and w- when he came to you and told you that the building was on fire. Well, well, yes, I assumed he'd rescued it from the. I assumed he'd rescued it from the. Um, sorry, I, I assumed I assumed he'd rescued it from the flame. It was very useful afterwards. We had records of where all the patients were, how to contact their families. Their accounts, that sort of their, their accounts, that sort of thing. So just so I get the understanding, he brought the paperwork out outside and told you what had happened—that the building was on fire—and then 
when you saw him ne- and so essentially yeah, he gave approached the paper- him approached him in the building and said the building's on oh, fire yeah. the patient's out he had the paperwork outside and thus um, Carl wound up with the paperwork like Dr. Brada wasn't carrying it still carrying it when he disappeared correct cool I have theories, but I can't talk. I, I can't speak to them in the same room as Carl. So, Pete, you know, winks, nods, head gestures at the door. So, Doctor Brada told Carl, "The building's on fire. Get all the patients out. Yeah, um, take these. They're the various account books and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'll go and be doing." Something. Yeah. No, specifically, I'm going to tell the other staff member yeah. the building's on fire. And then, you know, after that evacuate all the patients, then the flames spread visibly. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they, they appeared that everyone could see them, finally. Yeah. Had you ever seen the beast before that night? No, I, I'd heard stories of it. But, uh, it showed up. Doubt, doubtlessly it was drawn, doubtlessly it was drawn by the flames. I mean, it didn't come until well after the building was, was well on fire. How long after? Uh, several minutes. Several minutes after we saw the fl- after after the building was well ablaze, at least. Are you trying to say that somebody else started the fire? I don't know. I, I assume the creature burnt it down. It has heat vision, doesn't it? <laughs> so, you and all the patients were... Evacuated onto the beach. Yes. Why did the monster come to <coughs> you then? Uh, well, I, I mean, I saw it illuminated by the flames with Dr. Brother in its arms, carrying him off. I, I assume it wanted to eat him before it came for us. I have opinions! <laughs> you will listen to them! <laughs> Yay, for prejudice conclusions. Yep. Why did it eat Dr. Prada? Because it's a monster. <laughs> How do you know it's a monster? Because it ate Dr. Prada. <laughs> yeah, but in all fairness, that's the same kind of wisdom testimony we've got from you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't want my game tonight. That's it. Alright, so do people have other questions? No. I think, um... I'm mostly just laughing at all of his answers. Yeah. <laughs> so I mostly just want to slap the man. Yeah. Well, bear in mind he's a good, he, he was doing a good job of looking after the patients. <laughs> All right. So we'll um, I'll thank him for his for his help yep. and um, tell him we'll <coughs> be in touch if we have, we're going to go investigate the ruins. We'll be in touch if something comes up. Not a problem. Make sure you knock a little. Make sure make sure you knock lock less quietly next time. I, I sometimes I, I am sometimes asleep this early. Yes, of course. Thank you very much. Uh, so once we're outside, yep. um, Pete will you know. And you hear clunk, clunk, clunk yep. as he locks up behind you. There's something very suspicious about this fire. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I hear it from all accounts. Doctor Brider was a good man, but to be honest, from that testimony, the most likely explanation is he'd set it. It's just not natural for it to be able to get everybody out of a building. They had plenty of time. It seems to me like he warned them that the fire was, and then went back in and started it. He could, if it was that, he clearly didn't want anyone to get hurt. <coughs> I suspect. So why was Big B carrying him through the fire? And um, why I suspect the fire that 
the asylum was, was going under. There, there was no way to save it. And Big, Big B is wanted for burning down the asylum and therefore murdering Dr. Brada. Yeah, so if we can prove he did A, either murder Dr. Brada or B, start the fire. Then. Correct. Yeah, um, just based on that evidence, I would say that Dr. Brada started the fire for some reason. And, and certainly and it is pretty suspect that everyone managed to survive miraculously. And that... He um, already had the paperwork on him. Yeah. Big B was j- just happened to be in the area, possibly was friends with Dr. Brada and tried to rescue him. It wouldn't be... It's possible that Dr. Brada tried to stay in the building too long, had an accident after he set the fire and was actually dead when he was carried out of the building. <coughs> I certainly wouldn't put it past Big B to not have realised he was dead when he tried to rescue him. Mm. It's possible Dr. Brada was alive and that after Big B rescued him, he ran away. I think we'll, we need more information, but based on that account, I think the most likely explanation is that Dr. Brada set the fire. Although it's hard to understand why, even if the asylum was going under, it's no, it's not like he could collect insurance money for it. <coughs> but if the asylum goes under, and if the asylum burns down, the other patients, the patients that need the help, then get sent to other places. Yes, but wouldn't the same thing happen if the asylum closed? Your, your, um, lo- your loose understanding is that it's a privately slash donation funded. Oh, so okay. some of the patients were paying those that could. Uh, he was getting donations from various people. They want their donation, their money back. Yeah. Yeah, insurance doesn't necessarily... Um, I, I just don't see where the fire benefits anyone versus just letting the place close well, because the of resources, funds. There's resources so going there. There's resources. Well, let's, let's go there and find out. There's resources going to the asylum, which could be going to somewhere else, like, let's perhaps say, a silo. They're not the silo. What's it called? The place with the columns? The Chimic Works. Chimic Works. There's no obvious connection between Dr. Bro- There's no connection that we're aware of any kind between the two places. I don't know. I am just throwing stuff out there. They could be moving funds. Or forcing funds to be moved. There is some inspiration. You no longer have an asylum. I don't know if this um, is of interest to you, Doctor Strange, but we could, if you were interested in it, you could give them some money to rebuild the asylum. Uh, How about if we find out what happened first and then we'll deal with that? Uh, I'd like you to make a donation once we've found out what's going on. Alright, so I think what we need to do is try and investigate the building itself and then see if we can pick up doc- any trail of Dr. Brad, or even if it does mean going into the haunted woods. Yep. Is everything okay, Sita? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we will go to the... go to the oh, Unless we want to ask any more questions in the village. I don't think... But I suspect that Carl was actually there. I think he knows as much as anyone. <coughs> And he's not exactly the only person in Transylvania who jumped to conclusions about the best behaviour based on looking at him. That is, in fact what, well, that is in fact what every single other person who looked at the beast has done, with the exception of the um, small child in the um, village. And the crooked kin. And the crooked kin. But they needed help. And the um, and possibly Dr. Brada. We, we need to ask the beast some questions, but we can yeah. do that when we can get back. Let's um, let's go poke around the asylum site. Most of the time, in game. Uh, in game. game. Uh, it is hitting midnight, basically. Okay. How long does it take to get back to the village? A couple of hours. Couple of hours. And you want to save some time for talking to 
big B. Yeah. But, you know, we want to be back for the trial at 10, so yeah. we, we should have some, we should be able to be back. We've still got a bit of time. The thing we're running short on is time for sleeping, but... Yeah. We can have at least some more sleep the week. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, it is the last day of the trial. We can start yeah. taking some fatigue things and then just sleep afterwards. Hmm. Assuming there's not a terrible crisis immediately following on the heels of the trial. But anyway. what are the odds of that? <laughs> anyway. So, yes... So you can trivially find where Sanctuary Asylum was. Yep. Um, there are a, a moderately large number of solid stone walls still standing, albeit with big black burn marks all over them. Um, anything wooden has been pretty thoroughly consumed. Um, there's a lot of stuff around, you know, shattered glass, burned out rubble, etc., etc. Um, if there's areas below, <coughs> they're pro- which in fact you know there are, because Carl told you there were several basement areas, they're doubtlessly buried under burned rubble and things. Okay. Um, so, what sort of thing are you trying to accomplish? Things are you trying to accomplish here? You I'm can again. Li- this is pretty much like searching the library. You can all split up and do whatever because um, you're all within several, you know, hundred meters distance of each other. Well, so exactly I want to see if I can find where the, the fire started because yep. I suspect it started. It started either in his office or down um, in the sub-basement. Yep. I, so we want to do like an arson investigation. We want to yeah. try and find out what started the fire in hopes of figuring out where it started, in hopes of figuring out who started it. Yep, makes good sense. We probably want to have a poke around in the sub-basements on the basis that they are probably more preserved than the rest. So I can like move, if we can figure out where they are, and we've got some info from Carl about that presumably, I can move like Big, big beams and so on, so we can dig things up. Um, and I think it w- we want to just generally search for clues. You know, yep. like people who drop I- I- any you know clues as to who was in the asylum that maybe shouldn't have been at the time. Yep. Yep. Any trail of Big B tromping through because yep. you've got giant. And, and that should be can... that should be pretty easy to find because Carl has given you a fairly good description of I was standing here, I saw him here, he went off this way. So you've got like a, a, a more or less exact starting point. So how did we do it in the library? I remember that people rolled 16 explosions and found out everything, but I don't remember. Uh, well, I rolled larceny, yep. so I don't yep. know how well larceny will do. So what, what do we need for arson investigation? Okay, so for looking at, you know, where did this fire start, where did it spread, what sort of accelerants were used, etc., 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 um, there's a couple of different things you can use. Um, I will buy larceny at minus two. It's not... It's, you know... Arson is a thing you could do with larceny, but it wouldn't be the, the premier skill for it. Yeah. Uh, science would be the premier skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I will buy is command, because we're looking at the mass movements of people, particularly because you have the full knowledge that actually no one but Brada got hurt here. So how would you evacuate these people if you were burning it down deliberately? Where would you start from, etc., etc., etc.? I have command. I don't have any of the others. Oh. I have larceny and science and yeah. D6. Oh, yeah. So um, presumably the science would be a better one given that's not I can aid on science if you like. I also have uh, various pieces of scientific equipment such as uh, magnifying glasses, which is um, about the supports. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. How are you assisting? Cool. Um, so that increases your dice capacity. Oh, so I've okay, I'm going to see if I can find. <laughs> Pete stands around and looks pretty. One day at time, Susan. So I gave you two races. So I got ten. Plus two. Yeah. 
No, uh, no. Vernon's not, Vernon's not contributing yeah. anything yeah. directly. Okay. So, plus two to your roll. Four. Yep, and Doctor Strange, are you, were you assisting? Uh, no, 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 I was doing a command roll. Separate command roll? Okay, yeah. Go yeah. For it. yeah. I was told not to roll until they finished rolling. Um, there was a three and a three, so nothing for yep. that. Yeah, you you have never actually investigated an arson per se yeah. before. Um, you can make some rudimentary assessments of the people sort of came out of here, gathered around the beach here, mm. but that doesn't necessarily tell you anything particularly compellingly useful. Uh, uh, sorry, um, I was wondering if we could boost that up a bit, um, given that it was two off a um, success with the race, and it's our best result. Yeah, I'm just thinking what to add to it. And... Well, Pete, given that you're just standing around at this point, uh, the things you could be doing are you could be trying the more tracking side of it if you wanted to, or you could just be doing some digging. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, just, on, I'm I just do some manly uh, I'm, I'm, I'm endeavouring to unearth the sub-basement while they investigate yep. the um, the other things. Yep. I'm happy to make a strength check if you want me to make an unearthing sub-basement. Uh, I do, but we'll finish this one first. Yeah. Okay, so um, I wonder about just spending a red chip to add a, de- add, yeah. a, de- add, a d- add a number to the roll. Add, add, some, add something to the roll, given that the roll was a success already and you don't want to re-roll it. Yeah, but I'm thinking a red for a d6 roll. Yeah, I can go. Do you agree? Yeah. Wink. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so that's 12 altogether, I believe. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Cool. Success and two raises on Jonathan's um, science. Good. What what happened? Jim gets a nice blue one. Okay. Okay. No insult to your command, Susie. It's just better to That's focus fine. the efforts on one. That's fine. <laughs> and Pete, can you give me a strength check as well? Yes. This is comparatively easy to picking up the burnt rubble and moving it as well within mm. your capacities. It's purely a question of how fast. Well, we're not rolling well tonight, are we? No, that's pitiful. I'm going to re-roll that. Peter's strongest of all. Pete, man. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, there yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete gets a success. Okay. Peter's unwilling to be beaten by mega burnt rubble because I've had five <laughs> freaking hero points. Okay. So it then becomes your choice. You've, you've got two raises on that yeah. science roll. So it then becomes your choice what you want out of uh, faster investigation or more info. You've got two steps of, of either or both as you like. Well, one so you could you could discover some stuff really quickly, or you could discover lots of stuff slightly slowly, or some stuff. I think at least one should be speed. more info. I, I think yeah. the, the question is just do we want two more infos or one info, one speed? Yeah, that's the question. And I think given we're doing other investigation around here, I'm not certain more speed's particularly helpful because um, it presumably takes time for Doctor Strange to command and me to dig up holes. Hmm. Does that make it, would it actually make us faster as a group given other people were doing other things? Um, it, presumably, yes, because once it, it won't necessarily help you have moved things, but once Jonathan says, okay, I've concluded X, Y, and Z, that's all there is I can find. Then Doctor Strange is going to go. Yeah, okay, I, I concur. That's all, all I've right. found. Well, we do, do have lots more to do tonight. I wonder about mm. splitting the difference. One each. Yeah, one each. Yep. So one for speed, one for more info. <laughs> okay. So check. I totally feel like I'm adventuring with Hercule Poirot and Miss Marvel. <laughs> you guys are the best detectives. <laughs> I've got to get some me some you know investigative skills. 
It's just well, this, is, this is the investigation. Um, yeah, but there's like there's like two there's two other investigations yeah. style of investigations. So for one thing, um, you find this automatically <laughs> as soon as you start looking because you already have this info at your command. Um, several foot se- several what look like iron shod boot footprints, fairly large, heated up and burnt into bits of wood. The beast was here, walked off that way. Um, and you, because you already know exactly where this occurred, you find it without needing a survival check, essentially. Yeah. Uh, while you were there, can you also make me a survival check? All of us? No. No, just uh, anyone who's trained in survival seven, and wants to look at seven. I'm trained, but you'd better. Should we yeah. raise that to an eight? Oh, Doctor Strange can make an assist roll, given she's trained in survival, yeah. as if she can give him a book. Nope. Oh, I'm rolling shit tonight, apparently. And you, there's no reason we couldn't raise it to an eight. Yep, raise it to an eight. Okay. So, okay, so we'll go back to your science <laughs> and then go back to your... Um, you are pretty sure you have pieced together what, some some of what happened here. Um, it's, it's hard for you to tell in terms of what accelerants have been used, what actually caused the fire... But there's no real question it was deliberate, which is not terribly surprising to you at this point. Unsurprisingly, everyone got out fine. You know, the fire spread with extraordinary rapidity once it got put up. And you can now pretty safely draw the conclusion, you've probably already guessed that anyway, of the fire actually wasn't set until people had mostly evacuated. Which does make Dr. Brada look um, remarkably guilty, given that he told everyone to evacuate because there was a fire when the fire hadn't started yet. He, it's like he knew there was going to be a fire. <laughs> um, you can find where the fire has started. Um, it is in one of the sub-basements that Peter's digging up. Um, there is a bunch of stuff down there that you can no longer identify. Lots of shattered glass. They were keeping things... Da- large things down here in glass tubes of some kind. Um, but there's no... Whatever it was has been burned up and you find shattered glass and things and can't draw any further conclusion from that because that's the, the more info that you're not getting, essentially. Um, so the fire was set in this room. Um, it then spread very rapidly from whatever accelerant through up and into the asylum proper. Uh, this room is actually under what would have been Dr. Brada's office. Um, so it spread up into his office and then through the asylum. Um, and based on the tracks you can find and the wreckage and things like that, your assessment is that somebody, presumably Dr. Brada, <laughs> set this fire down here. It spread through the bu- it spread through the building with great rapidity. Um, whoever set the fire, however, actually got trapped by it because based on your mark of the flames, it went up first instead of burning low first and went up the walls through cracks in the slightly inferior construction started burning down the upper room and actually collapsed a bunch of rubble onto the trapdoors leading down to some of these sub-basements so whoever lit the fire was stuck here until somebody very strong um, with big iron knob boot tracks you could logically assume the beast came along moved some of the rubble at which point you will see, based off your survival check, his tracks actually sink down slightly as if he's carrying a weight. So he's come down here, picked up the fire lighter, and given you've been seen carrying Dr. Brada, you could put two and two together. I photographed the evidence. 
Yeah, makes good sense. <laughs> and has carried him out through the woods. To, to the woods, rather. And now you know. Man, you just it's just a bad idea to do fire to do some um, civilian rescuing if you're a tra- if you're a Frankensteinian monster. Everyone just jumps to all sorts of conclusions about you. Admittedly, I think the carrying the dead child was if you had an IQ of slightly larger than the beast, a fairly anticipable outcome. People are going to take that badly. But yeah, just one friends. Mm. Poor guy. All friends dead. Transylvania sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Transylvania does suck. Aww. The horror game. It's all sad. Especially dead. So this is these are the conclusions that you draw. Um, fortunately, you are not slowed up in drawing them by the rubble because Pete has been clearing it. I am mighty. <laughs> At least with a fat point, I am mighty. So this is what you have discovered thus far. You you could theoretically, you know, put more time into it or more effort and make more rolls or whatever. Or um, whatever. so that survival check. Yeah. Um, was that to find, figure out the beast? Did you give him in that as well? Was that the beast rescuing? Yeah, him? That, that's the beast picked this guy up based yep. on the depth of the tracks and things, and then carried him off into the forest that way. Yep. I think what we want to do is follow the trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So Jonathan can. You know, I don't know if we get to use that survival role or if he has to make a new one, but Jonathan follows the trail out of the... Yep. You do indeed, um, at which point when you actually get to a- around the... A- actually away from the asylum a bit and more towards the woods, you lose the trail, the tracks at this point. They're no longer as blatantly clear as burned into wood. Yep. So can Jonathan make a survival check to find the tracks again? He can, but that will be more time again. Um, I think that that's unnecessary. Effectively, the, the old the old check's writing over, but because you've already used the success, you yeah. haven't got to raise to get the next success on. So we need right. to get another success to raise. So at this point, you lose the trail thoroughly, and then yeah. go poking around. Okay, we know he came in here a couple of months ago. Where did he go? Let's look at the footprints at this point in more broken tree branches, that sort of thing, because the big, huge beast has come through here. How dark is it now? Very. Sticking to you. Um, <laughs> you, you are, as long as you're out in the woods, you're pretty much suffering your phobia here because it's the dark Transylvanian woods. You've got lights, but they just make the shadows flicker. <laughs> so you want to roll your survival again? Yep, have... he's done it. Oh, okay. You're waiting for me to give you a boost. Oh, Explodium, ten. Success and two raises. Uh, no, that's in the sheet. Succeeded with a ten. Yes, but she had to So that's a plus two to Miriam's roll, which puts her up to a seven. Yeah. Which isn't quite enough for a success in a raise. Sure. Do we want to give her a white? Um, if if you got a spear. Yeah, that, well, that, it's, that's it's not a spear, but I we we should give her a white and boost it to an eight so that it's our success in a raise. Well, if you were okay yeah. to do that, I think that is worth doing. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. These um, tracks and signs of disturbance are now a good couple of months old, so you're not yeah. finding anything um, eerily awesome here. But you find basically the trail of broken trees. The beast went this away. It goes into the woods at least a kilometre or so. Um, and then you find the tracks sort of stop. Um, there is a little wee cave here. Um, and inside you will find what is basically a soft human-sized bed of moss with indentations in it, and then 
scuffs in the rock that indicate to you human-sized feet and that sort of thing. So the beast has brought this man, presumably Dr. Ryder out here, um, laid, him in, laid him in the moss for some while. Um, your guess would be at least a couple of days to leave these sort of indentations and scrapes. And then Dr. Brada has actually gotten up and started walking around of his own power. So he was quite definitely alive when this fire concluded. Yeah. He, he, was probably, he was probably hurt in the fire because he was lying here for a couple of days and the beast presumably either tended to him or just watched him get better on his own. Probably watched. <laughs> How obvious is this? Like, is not, it... not very at all. So even if I photograph it, it wouldn't be a really usable court. You can take photos of it and um, endeavour to make claims about it. I think it's better than no evidence at all. It's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's, the alternative is we just tell them there was moss. Like you've got an indentation in some moss, but it doesn't say Doctor Brother was here. Signed Doctor Brother. Okay, and of course, that. Fog will doubtlessly argue that you know a wolf could have done that very easily, style of thing. But um, it is uh, it is evidence of sort. Alright, I think I fear that Dr. Brada is fairly long gone at this point. Yeah, he's for, a criminal so for whatever reason, reason he, burnt, he burnt down the asylum we may not be able to establish but Alright, so and His tracks do his tracks do leave the cave where they're relatively easy to follow and head back into the woods at which point they disappear again. Yeah. So you'd need to be an exceedingly skilled woodsman to follow them at this sort of length of time in the dark in the woods. We could search the asylum some more and see if we can find more evidence. What time is it at this point? Uh, so you have now bopped out into the woods. Uh, it's now about 3 a.m. Okay. Um, my suggestion, however, is that I think we want... I wonder about heading back to town. And you actually genuinely haven't been attacked. You've been out in the woods for maybe an hour at this point, and you haven't been attacked by anything. Uh, that's novel. There's actually bird song and things out here. Oh, we sure. could the other. We could owl, go back. Owl noises, I imagine. We could go back to the village and ask questions about Doctor Brader. <laughs> the monster bird. Seems like we could benefit from a gathering like information check about We could ask. Safe. Question. We could go back to Bran and ask questions about no, Doctor Brader. We could go back to Bran and develop yeah. our photos and ask questions about ask Big B about Doctor Brader because he was actually there. I think that's probably the most sense. We don't want to do one last check of the guy's office in case he left anything behind, since he was trapped. It burnt um, up. Yeah. And into his office. Yeah. And crashed the office back down. I'm pretty certain everything in the office. Will have burnt. Unless there was except a wall safe. Except all his papers that, that got out. Yeah. If there was a wall safe, I'm thinking though. Yeah, you're you're pretty confident there either there wasn't or there wasn't one that obviously survived because you would have seen it in the process of that. I, I guess it well, feels we'll like. We into the wall, I, I, I guess it. I, I guess it feels like we did a pretty thorough investigation of the, um, the arson area. I mean, we could go back and try for one more, but well, that's up to you. Can we tell whether or not it was... We, 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 we ascertained that it was intentionally started, right? Yep. Yeah. That, I think it's our biggest thing. Is that it was intentionally started, and it was in his. It was underneath his room, which, I mean, if, if Big B could get there... Although no, nobody's them. ever claimed the fire was an accident. They've said the beast set it. Yeah, and we don't have, what I'm trying to say is Big B wouldn't have been able to get to the room that started it. 
and we know what room started it, and it was directly underneath his room. Well, actually, we don't... Um, well, he, he, in fact, could have gotten in there because he did get in there. Yeah, I mean, it would require some extraordinary feats of stealth to sneak the giant monster into the building and put him in the basement without anyone noticing, but... We have a strong suppositional case that it was Dr. Brada. We don't have actual exclusionary evidence preventing it from being the beast. We merely have a case that it wasn't. It's, but I think that may be as good as we get, because not everything can be proved to definitely not have been the beast. We, we have an alternate theory of the crime which makes sense and is supported by evidence. I, I, I'm good if people... I think if we want to do anything on the island, we've got time for one more thing. We could have one more poke around the um, arson site and see if we can find any evidence we didn't find before. Yeah. Or we could have one more poke around the island's inhabitants and ask questions about Dr. Brada. And I mean, you but, can go back and come back to the island again. It's just... Yeah, but we're, running, but, but we're running out of... At 3am... We've got three hours... We've basically got two three-hour chunks, which is one to sail back to the island, which leaves one to question the beast developed photos. That's probably a bit more time than we need, but we are starting... And you, you can accelerate your travel time by virtue of... Yeah, we could, we, could, we, could, yeah we, could, we could say... Well, there probably aren't lake monsters. Nothing attacked us on the way out. You could. Um, so what do people think? Do we want to poke around the island's inhabitants, have one more search of the asylum for any clues we missed. Where did Dr... Do we want to go poke at Dr... Where did Dr. Brother live? Oh, did he live in the asylum proper? Uh, yeah, you... Did you he have a house on the island? You don't necessarily know that, but um, Carl could pretty easily tell you. Uh, he, he lived in the asylum? Yeah, okay. So there's not going to be a separate building that didn't burn it. So... Hypothetically, how long would it take to search the woods? How large are woods? Uh, what's, what's your methodology of searching them? What are you trying to accomplish? Establish if Dr. Brother's in them? Yeah, or <coughs> we can find some other place that he could have hidden them. Yeah. Um, in, in, the absence of any, in the absence of any useful point to start, you would be talking several hours at an absolute minimum, right? So it's not like a tiny little cop thing. No, no, it's, 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 a, it's a couple of square kilometres of woods. It's, it's by no means undoable. In, in, in like a day or two, you could do it without actually making a check. You just physically comb the woods in a big circle. You could, you could get that down to several hours by making some sort of survival check. Right. I mean, or, or you could theoretically get it down to a, a couple of hours by making a really good survival check, but... <laughs> Mm. You, but it, you, you don't know how good your check is going to be when you start. And the thing is, Dr. Brada, like, it's been a couple of months. He obviously didn't want to turn back up and front up and say, here I am, I'm fine. Um, you know, he could have gone anywhere. He could have left the island. He could have left Transylvania by now. Mm. I mean, he might have hung around, but if he was going to hang around, you know, to help out, wouldn't he have come forward? Yeah. And also, what, why did he do the, the fire? He would have yeah, I, I don't think we're going to be able to establish why he did it. So what I'm trying to say is, is, is um, he, he probably caused the fire for a person, so he would have joined those people, is what I'm trying to say. What were the golems searching us doing? Pots of weird, mm. sp- weird goop. Toxic chemicals. Yeah. 
Could they be the same sort of chemicals that could have been in these glass no tubes idea. in their soil? No, uh, the, 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 could be. Yeah, that'd be flannel. Look, like all, sci- like all science goo, yeah. it will explode. <laughs> so it's quite different. You, you can say without a shadow of doubt they're flammable, but yeah. because you couldn't work out what accelerants were used, you can't say yes or no definitively. But just bear yeah. in but mind, we have, we have no evidence connecting the Chimic Works to the asylum. Mm. No, no, no. But it's a place that exists. The GM wouldn't throw red hair. <laughs> I was thinking the chemical side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's it certainly those could be used as accelerants to blow up a slash burn down a building if you were so inclined. Yeah. And, and indeed, you're pretty sure that's what would happen to the chime it works. Well, I, I think we've got all we can of the actual asylum proper. I think we should talk to the villagers if anything. But I'm just. I just don't know if get anything other than he was a great man. I mean, we, we could ask questions about him specifically. And if he'd done anything unusual lately. Yeah. I mean, we could we could make a gather intelligence check and see what we find. But the other thing is we could back, go back to town and get some sleep and just prepare for the trial. I think that's probably our best option. I'm, I'm okay with that. I just want to make certain we're sure because we don't want to come back to the he, island. He said that the island's dying and that they are, most of the people had left, right? Uh, yeah, essentially like the main, the, the only business on the island per se is um, the sanctuary, was the sanctuary asylum. Yeah. Um, you're talking a couple of dozen people living out here of which about half have left and the other half are pretty much working in Bran at this point, boating back and forth sort of thing. So and when I say left I mean they've gone the majority of them have gone to Bran, so they'd be relatively findable again. We could always ask around the village about some people who used to work there. Well, we could ask around, we could do a gathering information check in the village in Bran on yeah. Dr. Bard. It sounded like there'd be as much information there as here, and that's got more options of terminating it if we're running out of time. Hmm. Okay. Let's bo- let's bo- leave the island. We boat it. We um. I think normal speed boating. Yeah. I'm not desperate to meet late monsters. <laughs> okay, normal speed boating. And it gives some more people some sleep. So, who wants some sleep in the boat? I could do with some more sleep. I was sleeping in the boat on the way here, wasn't I? Because no, I was no, no you, you had the NPC virus. Yeah, your cough was keeping you up. Oh, that was me. All right, so I think I think um. I think Doctor. I wonder about Doctor Strange and Bernard. Give him a run, except me. Oh, sleep. <laughs> uh, now, people find these characters most uncomfortable to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People you sleep. Know, people sleep on the oh. way out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Doctor yeah. Strange, have you got a D four vigor? Uh, I got a D six. Cool. All right. Well, I suggest yeah, not Bernard's got some merit. So, what about Doctor Strange and Mara sleep? Yep. How do I get the uncomfortable sleep if you don't? Because <laughs> the boat was actually yeah, really comfortable. Yeah. Oh, it's so the way it's to sleep. Can two of you make vigor checks with no, no particular penalty to see if you can sleep? Uh, yes. I got five. Yep, that's enough. I got a 13. Yep. Okay. And then we hit the next point of vigor check. It's now... Like, people have had a, a bit of sleep on and off over the last three days, but yeah. they're still starting to weigh up. Um, so, this is Mara, Bernard, and Jonathan at no penalty. Yep. Pete and Doctor Strange at um, minus Same. two. Yep. Because mm-hmm. okay. Pete had no sleep. No, I got a one. Right. Uh, 
around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Failing Best explosion. Is that right? Uh, depends how oh, badly you fail. I, got, I rolled failed. a one. Not rolled, I got a one and, uh, after the minus two. Um, I got a seven subtracting the minus two, I got a five. Okay. So you're still hard, hard man. Yep. <laughs> Mara? Safe. Okay. So you. You have actually slept, so you're feeling a bit tired, but okay. Mm -hmm. Jonathan? Failed. Okay. Failed on a... Three. On a three. Okay, you take a fatigue level, as you were starting to... Your your various wounds and... This this adventure sucks. (laughs) Where are the giant gems? It's just all fucking monsters. No mummies. You haven't found a mummy yet. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Transylvania, though. Yeah, well, Jonathan was actually very brave about ghosts. We discovered when it's... He, he was the one doing all the investigation. We discovered when it's not mummies, Jonathan could Doctor be quite Strange, lucky. You were, you were taking two fatigue levels. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You were I rolled a three, but it was minus two, so... Another three. Okay, so you were taking a fatigue level. Right. I shall spend my time on the boat bringing some tea to pick everybody up. Yep. Yay. Starting with yourself, logically. Yep. So, right. Minus one to roll. Explodes. Yeah, this one. Yeah, but you've got to keep track of the PowerPoints as well, because they're going to go up yep. and down and up and down in this tradition. It's going to do Doctor Strange. That's a seven. That's fine. You're getting one for two people. Yay. Thank you. And they exploded on both dice. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Bernard Sucker is so great. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that sucker. <laughs> it's it's very hard to explain. I mean, you wouldn't think this this diet of coffee and orange juice and things would actually be keeping you up, but the sort of the care and compassion that Bernard prepares it with just makes you feel better. It keeps that fatigue at bay. Especially important tea leaves, of course, the highest quality. <laughs> Through my pocket, but that's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> it's not from the worth the expense. It is worth the expense. Straight from the Raja, from the Raja's palace of India. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't you. even notice that a couple hundred dollars spent on tea. She doesn't. <laughs> she honestly doesn't. <laughs> okay, we make it back to Bran. You do. Um, can I do a heal check on myself for my fatigue for my last one? Or no, you cannot. You can't get rid of it with healing. Okay. You can get rid of it, but you, you know what the solution is. You're tired. If you get sufficient sleep, it will go away on its own. Yeah. But uh, there's no actual way to get rid of it unless you're actively using magic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's... It's 6am now? It is 6am on on the day three. In uh, in about four hours, the trial will begin to try the beast for burning the asylum down and murdering Dr. Brada. I want to help out at the trial. Um, I'm not super great at gather intelligence. I haven't had any sleep since the last, in this day cycle. Yeah. I'd like to get a couple of hours before the trial. Okay. So I'm thinking you sleep, I develop my photos, and these guys go on and gather information. Um, well, the thing is, there's a couple of things. Um, de- developing your photos will only take one hour, so you can actually do that from 9 to 10. Yeah. And the hour isn't really enough time to do anything else. She still needs to hand it on my. Yeah, but you can't hand it in at 10. <laughs> I believe. No, the trial starts at ten. You have to hand it before ten. Oh yeah, well, well you. But it doesn't make a substantial difference. Yeah, you, 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 would, you, you do I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is you could do that from six or seven and still participate in the gather information check. Yeah, well, and we I, want I was saying that because my gather information sucks. Yeah, so at but ba- basically at two o'clock by two o'clock this afternoon the trial will be over. Yeah. And by three o'clock the beast will either be free or burnt. One of yeah. the two. Um, so I'm gonna. I was gonna suggest because we want to do two things. We want to yeah. ask the beast about Dr. Brada, and yeah. we want to ask the villagers about Dr. Brada. 
Well, so I was thinking that could be two gatherers. That oh, could be two I was going to go talk to the beast because I don't have good gather information. Gather information is streetwise, street isn't it? Yeah. yeah. My streetwise yeah. is really debilitated at the moment. It's got a minus two on it, so I'm I'm at a. You shouldn't be at a minus two. You she's got a yeah. fatigue level. I've got a fatigue level. Well. And, and she's tired. Right right you're freaked out. I'm also less charismatic. It's not good there. Um, I have white hair. It's a bit crazy. So um. Okay, you and yeah. you and Bernard could go do the streetwise thing um, with Bernard as the primary because he's better at it and ask questions about Dr. Brada and Jonathan and Mara could go talk to the beast because she <laughs> really likes you. Yeah. Um, but it's not when you gather information check, it just mm-hmm. takes a lot of time to get information out of it. Well, the thing is I was hoping to develop the photos and maybe use the other couple of hours to try and get the, maybe do another persuasion check on the villagers to get their attitude better. Yeah, the so the, the the other one that you have on the table is an option, which is vague as what I was pointing at, is if you want to make any preparations uh, for the end of the trial in the event that the beast is found guilty, um, or even in the event the beast is found innocent and they try doing some mob justice anyway, whether or not you want to make any preparations, of which I as the GM can think of several things, make a getaway route, sabotage the burning man... Uh, a bit, you don't want to get caught doing that. Mm. Um, you know, prep the villagers. I think a persuasion check to the villagers to try and make certain they don't take justice into their own hands sounds like a great idea. And actually, that sounds like such a great idea, I'd like to abandon sleep and help you out with it. <laughs> I can do persuasion. Um, I've got a d8 minus 2, but it's I've, still I've a d8 got, minus 2. I've, I've got a d6. But I mean, like, my street rise and Adams and my street rise is terrible. Hmm. Even with a minus two, your streetwise is probably better than us. Yeah, yeah. My streetwise is a D four minus two. Oh, it's yes, the same as untrained. It is. It is streetwise. <laughs> you're going to be using for this because you're talking about mass dissemination of, of information. Oh, Brad, not. Time. It was streetwise last time. Yeah, not it was streetwise last time. Okay, given how bad we are at it, we probably don't have time to do both. Because the thing is, you can go and persuade one or two people, but that won't help you on the scale you're talking about. Yeah. Alright, so um, Bernard funny. is the only one at this point who doesn't ha- who has a D4 streetwise as opposed to a D4 minus 2. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, Doctor Strange is having a bad day and the rest yeah. of us just suck. I'm American, Jonathan's shifty, and um, Mara's untrained. But beautiful. Charismatic. Charismatic. She's adorable as well. Wait, this was a straight D4? It's untrained. It's, it's, a, it's D4. a D4 minus 2 plus 2. Alright, oh, but that makes it. A, a D four, a D four. So yours, you're actually you're actually the best streetwise. She can't assist. Yes, but is. but nonetheless, she's got the second best streetwise in the party. Hmm. In fact, if anything, Mara should be the lead if we do. Yes, yeah, yeah, well, can assist. Yeah, or you can make two checks. All right. So, do we want to concentrate? I, I I really think the first priority needs to be questioning Big B about Doctor Brada. That's actual information we need. Do we want to just team up as a party, go talk to Big B, and then try and persuade, do a, spend what? our time on a persuasion check? What are you hoping to get out of Big B? Well, yeah, I'd like to know what he thinks happened. Remember that drawing information out of him takes longer than it does in character because he spends a lot of time going, mm, Yeah, that's true. Uh, All right, well, we could divide a couple of people, Jonathan and me, say, who suck at Streetwise, can go ask him. Which I could play at length. I don't, I, know, I, don't know what he, I don't know what he knows. I just want to ask him because he was actually there and we haven't asked him what happened. He, no, he might actually have something. He might tell us something we don't know. 
Plus, you three did the um, you three did the persuasion on the villagers last time, and you did a great job. They're way less burning than they were. Again, but it's going to be streetwise. So. Yeah, I know, but you've got you've still got the second best streetwise in the party now that Doctor Strange is incapacitated. That's worth a shot. Okay. So tired. <laughs> so, Doctor Strange, Bernard, and Mara are basically oh. going to go out in the streets amongst the people. Um, who are actually at this stage really starting to get up and around. You know, it's 6am but it's a rural village so they're up and going fairly quickly. Um, And what are you trying to convince people of? That generally speaking generally speaking that the thing that divides us from the monsters is the law of man. Yep. So, fault, re- respect the law. Damn straight. Yep, makes good sense. Protection <laughs> against if the... Because they didn't take the law into their own hands last night and yep. the beast. We want them to not do that if the trial yep. goes his way. Okay, so this is a streetwise check. Uh, everyone who's making this is at a plus one bonus. You're working off the backs of previous accomplishments. Yay. Okay, oh, so, so let's, before you two roll, um, let's establish... Now, Doctor Strange is trained, even though she's yep. at penalty. She can make an assist check. Mm. So, um, are you two rolling independent checks and hoping for the best, or are you, is one of you? Let's all team up together. All team up. You're the lead. Yeah, I, I think this is one of those circumstances where you're going to have to team up because yeah. you're all trying to accomplish yeah, the same sense. goal. Okay, so yeah. two assist rolls and Mara's street rise. We can do this. <laughs> no, oh, I fucked up incredibly with two ones. So, Doctor Strange crit fumbles. Okay. <laughs> we might, or well, we might want to re-roll that anyway, because that's going to. In fact, here, re-roll that. I can't with the you white. Can't, no. Oh, you, you I can try. with the blue. Right. Oh, that's that's hilariously expensive, but I think you what? might be right. Well, yeah. Di- no, yeah. she's saying you're right. Okay. It's so the only one I can re-roll it with. Is so the blue. Yeah. Bernard, you're then failing. Uh, I passed because of the plus one. Right. Yep. So you add one yeah, into it. Yeah, but um, Doctor Strange will make it worse. You can. Yeah. Like, essentially, the the crit fumble will be you go around and try and convince somebody who happens to be exactly the wrong person, who then starts ranting and raving at the top of his lungs of, you know, if we tolerate this, what will happen to our children? And our children's children are a big loud voice. If we tolerate this, their children will be next. They'll be eaten by the pigs. Okay. So let's do that thing wrong. Oh, it's like I got a three this time. Plus so. one is a four. Oh, my minus God, I could be a plus one. Oh. Yep. So it's merely a failure rather than a fumble. Yeah, which is so worth it you, if you don't make it worse. You go around yep. and start talking to this guy, and he starts going, Now, if we let this beast get away with it, then, then he'll feel free to start burning no, the, villi- the shoulder, our village down and eating our children. No. And no. Oh, it's not like that. This is how it's going to be. More than a blow. Yeah, you, you don't convince <laughs> that guy, but you at least shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a minimum success. <laughs> oh, I'm he's good luck. He'll keep away the evil spirits. Like the one that's possessing your hair. To give you a D6 point. <laughs> I can only use the red blue if I'm giving it to someone else. Oh. I brushed my hair so this re-roll. morning. Okay. Going to do a re-roll? Yep. You have got your green one if you will. Yeah, we want to save that for the trial, I think. Yeah. That's better. Ah, oh, that's the stuff, Adam. That's the way to get. That's the stuff to give the troops. So that's a seven. seven plus one is eight. Plus one from Bernard is nine. nine. So success with the race. Okay. <gasps> I didn't destroy everything. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You're very tired and you know traumatized. 
Yeah. I am just a wee old granny. Yeah. <laughs> Much wider here than when you came to Transylvania. Yeah. Damn it, Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in agreement it's not a great tourist destination <laughs> at this point. I think once I get rid of this, then my, my hair maybe it will calm down and it'll look an attractive white rather yeah. than a, once a you frazzled st- Once white. you stop creeping around in the woods in the dead of looking like. <laughs> okay, so as a part of the streetwise check, you also essentially get the, the empathy thing associated with it. If you get an impression of where this is going, whether you've made it worse, better, etc., yep. etc. Et so the townsfolk are... Um, a lot less angry and riotous than they were last night when you went to talk to them. They sort of had a good night's sleep to think about it. it's a new day. They're, they're all... The, the impression you get is they're, they're kind of up in the air where when you came in it was very much burn the beast. You know, that's where we're starting from. It's now... Well, well actually, you know, based on some of the evidence we've seen, he might not be guilty. I mean, he might. We're, we're not convinced. Some of us think he is, some of us think he isn't, some of us are pretty ambivalent. Hmm. But but the attitude has shifted round to, well, actually, you know, trying him instead of just burning him probably was a good idea, so given, the balance, of, yeah, friendly. Yeah, given <laughs> the balance of evidence that they presented, then you're going, yeah, yeah, so, so we should follow that. So if he's found not guilty, we should all respect that. Yeah, I suppose we should, really. I mean, we've got our, we, we want to burn someone, we've got our punishing man all set up, but, but I suppose it would be a bad precedent to just burn things because they freak us out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we live in Transylvania, if we did yeah, that, yeah. we'd never stop burning things. Yeah, that's actually a real result, guys. Yes, yes, <laughs> you, you've got to get, you've got to give yourself mad prof. Because okay. they were totally on board with burning him right from the get-go. And just finding... We're taking people with us as opposed to just coming up with some evidence that only convinces Judge Dammer and we're actually moving the people as well. Mm. Even if they have the poor taste of like Phineas Fogg, they're not, yeah. they're not above justice in the law. And Jonathan and, and Pete Bits. were talking to Big B. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. I probably should have been talking to Big B as well. <laughs> How yeah. did you screw up talking to Big B? You were talking to loud, loud. Anybody can, Susan, yeah. anybody can trip fumble. You can trip fumble. I know, I It's essentially the reason that you don't have everyone really help with everything all the time is you increase your odds of trip fumbling. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just, my character's extremely it's, tired, right? Now. It's also actually one of those things that the higher your skill dice is, the much less your chance of trip fumbling is. At least you slept in the boat. <laughs> Well, no, I sleep in the last the 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I sleep in the bar and I still go. Uh, I kind of really want to know what you're finding out. I guess, I, actually, yeah, maybe given you're just I questioning. Will tell you. Yeah, you're just questioning Big B. You don't necessarily need help with that. Yeah, Pete's going to sleep. Looked like Pete was here. No, I, I tell you what. Um, Pete, you know, the, Pete, Pete goes, goes sits to, in the chair and goes. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete sits down because he knows these tr- conversations with Big B can take a long time. And it turns out the chair is actually quite yeah, comfy. Yeah. You're and not for a sleeping. While, you're Pete, just resting your eyelids. Well, for a while, Pete's contributing to the conversation, and then he isn't really. And then one point when Jonathan glances over, Pete's eyes are shut, and then the snoring starts. <laughs> well. <laughs> But Pete's there in case, you know, some villagers do break in and try to rumble Big B, although at this point that looks pretty unlikely. Uh, Hello. Hello. Trial nearly over. This last day. People look funny at me. Mm. But 
people look better at me. Big B have more friends now. And the big finger comes through and sort of gently pokes slash strokes you on the shoulder. Which is like a whole entire hand. Big B, we were wondering if you if you knew the Doctor Breda and the fire on the island. He shrinks into himself a little bit. Fire, fire, bad. Did it hurt you? Fire, hot, burn, smoke, make Big B. Cough. Fire. Fire funny. Big B can walk through. Not like bar. Tonk, tonk, the bar bends very slightly. He reaches around and pulls it back out. <laughs> Sorry. There are some, a bunch of stress marks. Yeah, there. yeah, but the next guy that gets imprisoned in here, it might be his lucky day. But, can go through fire, but but bad. Not like bar. Tink tink doesn't hurt. <laughs> fire. It's not polite to beam the bars. <laughs> no, but that's very wise. But do you remember the man you carried from the fire on the island? Uh, uh, fix a man. Make people better. Uh, he nods. Do, do you remember? You you left him in, in a cave when some moss. Were you there when he got up and, and left, or, or did he, or, or had you already gone by that time? Uh, uh, he thinks about this, and, and you know you're going down the right track because you know you sort of need to prompt him. Because if you hadn't discovered that and didn't tell him, he wouldn't necessarily make the connection to volunteer. Oh, it would probably be useful for you to know about the boss in the cage. Um, so he thinks about this and says, oh, Big B. Big B, have big ears. Listen, here, fix a man. Like funny people. Uh, see fire, what fix a man to be Big B's friend, so... So Big B helps him fire bad burns. Big B not want to be burned. Handsome man says Big B will burn. He shivers and shudders and breaks down. He is funny as, as funny as the handsome man? Yes. 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 Fog's been down here telling him at length how great it's going to be when he catches fire and dies. Somewhere, <laughs> and Mara suddenly gets the urge to punch Phineas <laughs> in the nose. He's lying. We're, we're here to stop that. We I think he's going to be too much around you. Those isn't where I would punch him. Big B, <laughs> carry fix a man out. Put him in moss. Fix, fix a man hurt. Big B, fix with moss. That's good. Uh, moons come and go. Fix a man wakes. He says words Big B not hear a lot. He say thank you. Well, that's nice. He talk to Big B. He Big B's friend. Big B help him. That's, that's good. 
Do you remember any of his other friends? You said he had strange friends. Uh, people in the house with many people. Other people say they're crazy monsters. Fixer men say they need help. Do we want to find out why um, Big B was at the asylum? He told us. He heard the um, doctor was friendly to him. Oh, okay, so he, he heard... Okay. Um, just the, the, the question I would ask would be when the Fixer Man... Does Big B know where the Fixer Man went? When, when the Fixer Man got up, do you know where he went? Uh, Fixer Man... Uh, go in woods. Big B help him build house. Dig hole. Water comes in hole. Fixer Man live in woods. Uh, under big under big oak tree, Big B lived there for a while, but too quiet. Fix a man, not go out, not see people, not have friends. Big B want more friends, so Big B waves bye bye to fix the man and go to find friends. Oh, okay. Um, fix a man, friend still there. Big B will go and see him later. Alright, do you wake Pete up at that point? Yes. Cool. Alright, Pete. Um, Elbow, elbow. And you relay this information to me. Oh, crap! We needed to look in the woods! <laughs> How much yeah. time we Although, got? finding him, you know, a cabin in the woods would have been a hell of a trick. Yeah, we probably... Whereas Big B's now given you some at least theoretical directions of around yay by yay area, which would make it vastly right. easier. It's still not... He can't give you as accurate directions as, you know, latitude and longitude. Alright, um, I think we need to find the others. This may be an emergency. We may need to have some people run the trial and some people go track Dr. Browder down. You can't handle that information after ten. It's always a dramatic thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the judge that we know Dr. Brader is alive, that he is living on the island, and that we will endeavour to bring him in as an emergency witness halfway through the trial. Yeah. And the question that, is, can we do that? Or I think emergency, um, emergency huddle. We go find people. We yeah. make a plan. It's like nine o'clock. Okay. So, Shit. your understanding of this is that um, the judge needs to have a, a know that the witness slash the evidence is coming by 10pm yeah and B um, has to have at least some idea of what you're presenting because yep. if you go we're going to bring the ice cream man in she says why well he's going to tell you that he saw tracks leading off into the woods oh, okay that's fine okay now you can bring him in and question yep. him on the stand um, this is massively skirting the, the letter of the law here because you don't know what Dr. Prada is necessarily going to tell you. Yeah. So uh, functionally you can do this it, it, theoretically anyway. It's You're going to be pushing your time limit to the extreme to yeah. get out there, find him and get back before the trial ends. Yeah. And I mean, like right to the extreme. You are going to have to race yeah, so like you're on fire. 
moreover, this is definitely jiggery-pokery that the judge would not approve of, so you're going to have to lie to her and say, yes, we've got Dr. Prada, yes, he's a witness we're going to bring in, yes, we're just going to go and get him now, he'll be in around, you know, 1pm style of thing. We're going to have to we're going to have to skirt around the bit that we haven't actually interviewed him and we don't know what he's going to say. Correct. We can't and, and that you haven't got him ready as a witness because you've effectively got to tell her we've got him as a witness. Yep, yep, all confirmed. He's just running a bit late because you uh, haven't told him. Yet. Yeah. All right. So um, first off, the time windows. How fast is it physically possible to boat the boat out out to the island? Okay, so the the fastest you will be able to achieve this is about an hour each way. And okay. that's going like the devil in each each direction. Okay, so it is now nine o'clock. Um, at two o'clock, we're buggered. Time's up. So we need an hour to get out there, an hour to get back, and at least some time to find Dr. Brother and talk to him. You have an extra hour in there, assuming that you don't remove these people from there. Okay. talkings that they're doing. All right, so you can do that, but then you will fail. You will yeah, fail what uh, you have accomplished. Yeah, so we, we will let them doing it before you. Look, we'll let we'll let them get the check. Um, but the talking to the beast hasn't taken three full hours. Yeah. Thing, so. so can I see the thing about the chips about what they do? Oh yes, yes. By all means, I'll just find it for you. Oh, it's in there. Yep. Uh, right at the front. Um, so, on the one hand, it's risky. Page six. Dr. Brother may have burned the asylum down. He may not be grateful enough to the beast to... Um, he's presumably hiding out in the woods for a reason. He may not be grateful enough to the beast to um, come in and admit to a crime. On the other hand, the beast is being framed for something that Dr. Brother did, and he might want to knock that shit on the head. I'd also like to point out that... Um, we may be able to use the green chip to have a minimal success at finding the guy. Okay, that's worth bearing in mind. Um, so, um, but I think, you know, but Jonathan, I'm really fast, I can row fast, and Jonathan can find people in the wood. I've got moderate yeah. persuasion. But I wanted to help out with the trial. I did, but there are... This arm, is more important. Whoever's <laughs> going to get brother is pretty much not going to be doing trial stuff, because by yeah. the time you get him back, it's going to be last damn minute, if anything uh, else. But the, um, the others can keep the trial going for me. Um, if we, um, and mm-hmm. what this lacks in sense, it makes up for in drama. It yes. is yes. awesome. I, and I'm hoping for it to be us going to get him. Cool. I, I think it needs to be I because the others, are, yeah. the, the others are Okay, busy. so who's, who's going to be in the trial then? Because I could be useful for what you two are doing. Uh, the thing is, you, 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 well, it has to be lose, us three at the trial. Oh, we'd lose an hour recruiting you because we don't want to break up what you're doing with the villagers, and that okay. takes three full hours. So our conversation didn't take the three full hours. So we've got an extra hour, but only if we don't involve you guys. Okay. Because if we involve you guys, we either have to wait the extra hour or we negate your good checks. Okay. We don't want to do that. Um, so I suggest we go and tell the judge, and then. Uh, go and tell the judge and leave a note for the court officer yep. saying go on to find Dr. Brother as witness. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we will go and have a conversation with the judge. Yep. And give her the other evidence you've got and things. Yep. Yep. And she says, ah, yes. Uh, um, we'll tell her Mara's developing yep. photos and they'll be handed in shortly, but here's the rest of the evidence. I concur with this. I concur with this impression that Dr. Brother is likely alive. You may bring this evidence forward. And you say you have Dr. Brother as a witness prepared to testify. Uh, yes, we, um, unfortunately, um, we, 
have um, because of the short time I'm we need to actually go and get him we won't be able to br- bring him at the start of the trial it will take us some time to procure him we know this is irregular but unfortunately we've been as you know we've been operating under some time constraints I am aware of the finer points of Transylvanian law it's with big with what Big Beast told us we realise we need to call him as a witness so we, we wish to go and get him can you make me persuasion checks <laughs> yes I can Jonathan, you, no. you, you actually can't try assisting, can you? No, so. persuasion is D4 minus 4. Success. Okay. D4. Theoretically, okay. if you got explosions, you could do so it. You don't no, go too heavily. Yeah, no, if you got explosions. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you need to explode yeah, multiple times. Yeah, untrained. And roll your own untrained can't aid. So, you weave this in such a fashion as to suggest that, you know... We already know what he's going to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're doing, it's, it's just a question of him getting here. It's just yeah. a question of travel times and that yeah. sort of thing. You know, she nods. She says, I, I understand. You know, nonetheless, the law is clear. The trial will end at 2pm precisely I, whether your witness is done or not. I, I understand. But you may certainly make every effort to bring him forward. If we can't, I understand if we can't bring him in time, we can't have him present evidence. We can question him on the boat. <laughs> if we can get him on the boat, we can question him on the way. Well, you see, the thing is, is if we can bring him in, even just just before, that still proves he's alive. Yeah, it's pretty 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 good alibi of the beast, beast murdering him. Okay, so then we will write a frantic note, hand it to a court official, and head boatwards. Yep. At great speed. At great speed. <laughs> yeah, so you Actually, lock that's your, good, because you're good at running. Yeah. You lock <laughs> that up to date of what's happening here. Um, and I think we will... I think we will, in fact, begin with Pete and Jonathan mm-hmm. getting out there, and then we will probably cut back to the trial, and then cut back to Pete and Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Does that sound good? And yeah. 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 Okay. So you need to get to Sanctuary Asylum Incredibly as fast quick- as possible. Incredibly quickly. Uh, having already solved the boat rental problem, you no yep. longer need to solve it again. You but find the same guy, give yep. him a bit more cash. Yep. American dollars, man. That make the world go round. <laughs> um, now you need to get out there as fast as humanly possible. So Speed road. This is either driving or strength. I will take either of them equal at equal values. Um one of you can assist the other. If you had extra people, they can't assist anyway, because you've only physically got two walls to actually grow. I will make a straight strength check. I would welcome assistance in the piloting or strength department. From yeah, my strength is D6, my piloting is D4. So. Okay, strength, yep. strength, strength, strength. Yep, it is a robot, so it's mechanically incredibly simple to operate. Five. Dig, 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 dig. So um, uh, okay, cool. I got an 11, so with Jonathan's... Um, Success, success that brings you to a success with, with two, two raises, um, which will get Keep you there as, the fastest alive. as fast as humanly possible. It is that classic cartoon style, yeah. <laughs> and the, the water churns and the boat goes <laughs> across the water. Um, Pete, turn two. Nice. <laughs> Island. It is. This is an excellent time to roll an explosion on both guys. It is ten a.m. when you set foot on the shores. Sweet, we made it to the island. And now, <laughs> and now your intent is to head into the woods, find Doctor Brava's and, and cabin, and try and find Doctor Brava's cabin. You have directions somewhat from yep. the beast for this, so this is merely a survival check. Go, go, yes. Jonathan. No pressure. 
Yes. Do you wish to endeavour to acquire any razors on it for speed, essentially? Uh, uh, for extra information is pointless because you're yeah. only going to find it or not. You, you can just let it slide, that's up to you. Well, a d4 can give you another... A d4, and a red can give you a d6. Yeah, but I... Jonathan... I've got one left. Jonathan yeah. has one fate point left. I can't pass him another one that's a red. I don't see our chances of succeeding on this as being particularly... Yeah. Um, and I think you guys need your fate points for the trial. No, I think we'll we'll just take that success. Okay. So the two of you head out and start combing around this area of woods. Now, Big B's given you enough directions that you can sort of recognise the oak he's talking about. Then he talks about you know a good rabbit area, which you can also sort of find, and the cabin is somewhere around here. Um, and indeed, um, you come into a little artificial clearing in the forest where several trees have been, um, knowing what you know, you'd recognise not actually chopped back so much as just picked up and snapped in half kind of thing. <laughs> um, to make this little clearing, there is a nice little cabin here. There is a well out the back. You know, there is some little gardens with food growing areas and that sort of thing. Um, and can you, one of the two of you, make me a D20 luck check? Do you want to make it? Yeah, I'll make it. Do you want to use my dice? <laughs> yeah, I'll use my dice. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Um, and there is a man here, um, just vaguely stepping into the cabin with a bucket of water in his hand style of thing. Sweet. Um, of about the right age and description to match Dr. Brada at a glance. Cool. All right. Cut. Cut. <laughs> yep. Fastest witness choir is alive! Because <laughs> you really don't know how long it would take me to make that survival check. <laughs> day three, day three of the trial of the beast. The Honourable Judge Damarid presiding. For the, for the prosecution, Lord Phileas Fogg. For the defence, the strange expedition. And there's the bang of the gavel and and Judge Dameron says, Today we are here to try the beast on the, on the count of the burning down of Sanctuary Asylum and the presumed murder of Dr. Bra- of Dr. Prada. Sorry, we can only have two people out on the stand. We should decide who's the two people. Yeah. Yeah, but no, let, you know, is that the... Let us, bring forth, let us bring forth the evidence and see justice done. At the end of this day, I will rule on the beast's crimes... Whether he will face freedom or the punishing man. <laughs> and yes, then we come round to... And Fogg is, of course, sitting here with Elsa looking smug as shit, as he's prone to do. Maxwell von Braun is still... Um, Mysteriously absent. Uh, no, actually, day three, he is here. Oh, okay, Maxwell von Braun He is sitting in the courtroom, um, basically in the same place whoever your third is sitting at. He's not up actually doing the trial, he's just kind of sitting behind them. But oh, he's yes. physically here. So there's basically two things. There's a guy doing the guy who's the lead, the l- guy who's the lead trial person. There's a guy who's a guy or girl who's assisting him, and there's someone who's making empathy checks in the crowd. And there's also the role playing aspect. Like Adam's done one, I've done one. And you guys have been, you three have been brought up to date that um, the presumed brother is alive and out here, and they're going to get him with speed and heroism. Um, what's um. 
Um, What's your persuasion up to now, Susan? D8 minus 2. Yikes. Yeah, that's because I've got the charisma negative and the pet yeah, yeah, but a D8 is still a pretty good dice. You I know. I'm doing, um, it's not, you know, D6 plus 2. And Bernard's it wasn't Foggy and before the minus no, 2. No, no one is Foggy. Um, because I have a superior oral presenter. So, um, your um, boost ability, can you still do that? I don't think it lasts for long enough. If it sounds a ritual, it yeah. to the end of a scene. Yeah, it will have to be the ritual. Version. Right. How Which we haven't had time for, have we? Oh, that's all it takes two minutes to cast. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so it's quite doable. You do it before you worked into the trial. But. So, could you boost my persuasion up a dice? I could. Yes. So, potentially, then, that's, you, that's could be the lead, the you could be the lead... Um, Doctor Strange could be your assistant because even with a minus two, she's still the scene. The scene is obviously the one who watches everyone because he's got really good empathy and can try and pick up on what's going on. And plus, I'll probably get a little bit angry at the the dramatic timing thing for it. The scene (laughs) is obviously the duration of the trial. Like if you hit the end of the trial and then you have a social combat to convince the town not to kill him anyway, that will dissipate before then. But it would last whatever the length of the trial is. However, if you can. And then, from a role-playing yes. standpoint, the question is: Does because either Adam or Susan could take the um, person playing out the arguments, and because I know you found a bit, you, you've done a day and found it a bit stressful, so yeah, it could be either one of you. But the other one is: you can just, you know, you don't have to do it all in character. We can just lay out the arguments as we go along. So oh, you can Susan. She has no chance to argue with people yet. I do it when I'm at my finest. <laughs> <laughs> you can stand up and play as a <laughs> Objection! I can be there. I can be there, you can be there. <laughs> or the two of you can take turns doing it as the other one. <laughs> yep, up to you guys. I don't have a parrot. <laughs> I have to question the parrot. That's how it works. <laughs> so first off, did Bernard succeed in the dice? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Did you succeed with a raise? No. no. What would have the raise given you? Another step. Oof. Yeah, he got a seven. So it's up to you. Um, just bear in mind that you're going to need a bunch of shit fate points at the end for fog to make our final persuasion yeah, but check. Yeah, he's going to be in the audience one. for empathy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't throw fact points into the mix to assist your guys' rolls. If you use them all up now and your persuasion check, re- and you really tank your final success persuasion check, you won't have more to give. Still, so. this is for a persuasion check. True. Okay, if you want to give it, if you want to do it, it's your call. It's a good idea. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Statistically, it's it's a plus one on the dice yeah. with each step. So, <laughs> and that's a plus one across the trial instead of just for one thing. Yeah. So who's the who's who's doing the main talking on this? Me. Okay. <laughs> you should be mayor. You're the little tiny girl. <laughs> so I, I believe traditionally we've had fog stand up and pontificate first. Yes. yes. So hey, ah, so, uh, out in the forest, Pete's eye twitches. <laughs> stands up, um, looks around. Um, Bernard, who is watching this, can you give me an empathy check? Yep, that passed. Um, so, 
he looks round, um, does not see. Um, looks, stands up, looks, looks round, sort of says, "Your, Your Honour, uh, uh, sorry, if I may indulge the court for a moment, you know, a, a kiss for luck," and sort of leans down to Elsa, um, and then looks round the court. Um, you think that he doesn't see? He, he looks round at your group specifically, doesn't see Pete there. And sort of loses interest in this, <laughs> With, without oh. Pete Rabbit to actually rub it in his face. He's much less interested in doing so. So he leans in, you know, sort of looks around, sees Pete not there, and then just kind of shrugs. You know, Elsa gives him a little kiss, and he just brushes it off, as opposed to playing up into it more. Asshole! <laughs> Pete's eye twitches again. <laughs> Some, somewhere out in the forest on Mad Island. Pete's having a spasm. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's eyes twitching, and Jonathan is muttering about smug bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you know he'll be starting as we walk into the clearing. You know he'll be starting his opening right now. Yeah. At least I don't have to sit there and pretend I don't want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and, and then we have Fog's voiceover over yeah. the two of you walking. You know, the, the two of you frantically combing the woods yeah. looking for signs, and then we hear, "Today we will see true justice done." <laughs> We have tolerated two days of attempts to obfuscate the truth, to hide the crimes of this terrible abomination against the good people of Bran. Well, you need fear no more, my people. Today, justice will be done. The beast is on trial for crimes so self-evident they cannot be denied, burning down Sanctuary Asylum where those poor mentally infirm, wounded souls sought to gain sanctuary from horrors such as this only to have it follow them into their refuge, burn it down and murder the illustrious Dr. Brada. <gasps> tragic. Tragic. But fear not. Well, we cannot bring Dr. Brada back to this courtroom. We can at least see justice done for his murder. Justice for all though. <laughs> Your Honour, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Fog, I find myself in the rare circumstance where I actually agree with Mr. Fog. Today we will see justice done. We will show not just we will show through the matter of truth and law what happens that day and we will show the world what the law of binding citizens are doing to shine the light of truth and justice in these dark climes of Transylvania. We shall prove that the indomitable spirit of the Transylvanian people, of the people of Bran, will not be swayed by the silver forked tongue of a pri- of the 
of a pretty face. But does not the Bible tell us that Lucifer was both the prettiest and most persuasive of all the angels before his fall? Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Comparing him to the devil. (laughs) Yeah. We shall show that the people of Brun, and in fact all the people of Transylvania, cannot be filled by tricks. Cheap tricks. Oh, it, it, it hasn't actually come up yet, but um, I presume that the trial is largely being conducted in English with a court-appointed translator basically telling the crowd what everyone's saying in Romanian, yeah. because... Uh, if Fogg can speak Romanian, he hasn't said a word of it yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Very well. Very well, says the judge. Then let us bring forth. Let us bring forth the evidence. And I'm actually going to do the trial bits first, so that Adam doesn't have to pretend he doesn't know what Doctor Brada is going to tell you or yeah. not, because that will make life easier. Without necessarily concluding. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're going to do all the, all the bits that we can get through without and the. Frog stands up and he says, Ugh. Your Honor, I do not wish to waste any more of the court's time. He takes out a very fine English pocket watch on the fog chain and checks it. Already, this has taken some considerable time, and I'm sure we all have more important business elsewhere. Mm. Now, The evidence in this particular day of trial is very clear. Sanctuary Asylum. If we opened the doors of this courtroom, we could see across the lake the beautiful Transylvanian weather. Boom! Goes the thunder. (laughs) It's it's sunny. It's a good day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Across the lake, we would see Sanctuary Asylum burnt to the ground. We have testimony from one Carl von Lance that the beast was seen carrying Dr. Brada into the flames to be consumed in his horrible death. The, we cannot allow the fact that the doctor's body has not been found to allow the beast to get away with this crime simply because he disposed of the evidence adequately. We can only be thankful and thank God himself, whose name I invoke freely in this courtroom while others use Lucifer's. <laughs> that so many mercifully survived the destruction of the asylum. He continues along this vein. Um, the, the only evidence he presents is basically the pre-prepared statement from Carl that says, yes, saw, blah. Yeah. Um, all the rest of it is literally just the self-explanatory... The, thing, the, the asylum burnt down. No one disputes that. The beast was there. Ergo, the beast did it. He suggests the beast has a variety of fire-based powers up his sleeve as well. Laser beams yeah. coming from his eyes. With, <laughs> with fog, it actually sounds eerily credible. He talks about how such a misshapen thing is, you know, a, this sort of clockwork creature that doubtlessly has flamethrowers and other devices of arcane science built into it. It certainly sounds a lot more credible than... You know, flaming I mean, heat vision and things. Earth, it's, earth elemental, you know. You don't think it's true in any stretch of the imagination, but Fogg sells it quite well. And, and that's pretty much his piece. He just stands up and pitches at length about how it's so self-explanatory he doesn't need to bother presenting evidence. Indeed, he calls it a waste of the court's time to do so. And then we turn over. Uh, 
very pretty speech, Mr. Falk, but not backed by much evidence. I would like to present to the court a photograph of the insane asylum of the sanctuary, uh, asylum. sanctuary asylum. Sorry, sanctuary and insane are just yeah, used to mix. It is the same asylum. Yeah, of one of the sub basements. Mm, mm, mm. Everyone That's looks at this photo. Mm. Now, me and my compatriots went down to the sub basement to help to determine what was the actual cause of the fire. As you can see, the fire and I start yep, explaining yep, doing the, the crap and and we get the CSI thing of the three dimensional image comes up in front it's of you. Like with Ace Attorney, where they start moving images and yeah, throwing yeah, them across the room. And then I get to the end of it, near the end of it, and I'm gone. So from this, we can determine that yes, the fire was predetermined. It was started by somebody. It was not an accident. Somebody started this fire. Moreover, we can show that this required a high level of intelligence, since it took both the sub basement out and the office where the doctor and all his files were. This requ- would require a high degree of intelligence and planning. Something, uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen, does this sound like the beast to you? Sorry, yes, big B to you. Well, Big Bree is a compassionate soul. He does not know about fire trails. He does not know advanced planning. He is a simple soul. And as such, I claim he could not have started this fire. (laughs) Yep. Okay, and that's the first bit. Yep. Fog has nothing, so it's pretty much all you. Okay. Do we need a roll? Uh, no, no at this the, point the last thing you do is the persuasion check. At this point, we're just first. submitting all the things we've found out. And in fact, you, won't, you won't be doing notes. the persuasion check until we've come yeah. back and finished that one. Okay. Um, next was, what was the guy's name? Dr. Brada or Carl the Witness? Carl the Witness. Yep. And uh, what was his full name? Carl von Lartz. Next, I'd like to ask Carl von Lance to the stand. Yeah, there's a moment of silence and then bang. Mr. von Lance, please come to stand. What? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yes, Don't lady. talk so loudly next time. <laughs> Mr. von Lance, can you please describe your uh, position and role at the asylum? I was a nurse at the asylum, took care of the patients, their, their day-to-day physical needs, as well as assisting Dr. Brado with their mental treatments. I see. And on the day of the fire, you say you saw somebody carrying... You saw Big B carrying Miss Dr. Brado away? Clear as light. That's him right there, carrying him to the fire. 
carry them into the fire. And from what uh, Mr. Falk has said, uh, your statement says that he left him in the fire? I saw him go in. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know where they went from there. I assume that Dr. Brada burned up and, and the beast with his fireproof demon skin lived. Indeed. So, you never actually saw the ultimate face, the ultimate fate of Dr. Brada. I suppose not. It's clear as daylight, though. Yeah, I see. Um, just trying to think of something else to say here. Um, that doesn't tell you with what he told us last night, because he told us that we took him into the woods. Ah, that's right, yeah. thank you. That's oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, my apologies. He he's not attempting to to lie. So no, he, no, but he might have forgot at the time he gave his statement to. Yeah, yeah. Think. yeah. yeah that, that's the GM as opposed to the yeah. NPCs for. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm I'm just taking it as he didn't actually yeah. lie. He just um, didn't remember yeah. it quite right. Didn't tell the now, truth. when we talk, that's what was in the statements you gave to Mister Fogg. Yes, yes, that's now, right. Are you sure you're remembering it correctly? Well. I mean, now I think about it, he, I mean, the beast carried him, was carrying him through the fire. I mean, he carried him out, but, but Dr. Brado was dead at that point, probably cooked, and the beast sort of carried him off to the woods to eat him. I see. So, Mr. Brown, Dr. Brown's body did, in fact, uh, wasn't, in fact, incinerated in the fire. No, it was eaten. Definitely eaten. It was eaten. And you saw the beast do this? You saw Big B do this? No, no. Not per se, but, but I mean, look at him. You know, he's obviously the sort that would carry a body off into the woods to eat it. <laughs> and, uh, and you've met that sort of person before? Oh, uh, you hear stories living in Transylvania. Oh, I'm sure you do, I'm sure you do. Now, suppose Big B wasn't as he looked right now. Suppose he was a man. Imagine... Ugly. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that is not the, that is not what we're here to talk about. Say he was a man, mm-hmm. and you saw this happen on the night. Yep. A man picked up Doctor Barda, took him through the flames, took him out and into the forest. What would you suppose would have happened if? What would you suppose would have happened if he was a man? Well. I mean, if he'd been a man and, and the doctor was okay, he'd have brought him over to us for treatment. And, and if the doctor was fine later, then he'd have come back, and he hasn't. So, and obviously, if I saw him walking off with a man, I assume it was some sort of skinwalker. You know, planning to eat Dr. Prada. Steal his skin. I wish I had more occult so I could call him up on that. Because I know skinwalkers are native American. Oh, <laughs> Do you want me to pipe up? Like, what yes. can I what can I pipe up? You can pipe like? up the fact that they're Native American, not Transylvanian. <laughs> um, they're Native American, not Transylvanian. Oh uh, well, in the cheap seat. <laughs> people have boats now. Skinwalkers have boats too. Very unlikely from the sk- this 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 um, part of the woods. <laughs> very very unlikely. Uh, whatever. I saw the beast take him off. Doctor Brown didn't come back. He's obviously eaten. That's all there is to it. You 
believe, how do you believe the uh, how do you believe Big B got to the island? Uh, walked under the water with his fish gills. Fish gills. Well, it, it, I hear he's you know from the creatures from the Black Lagoon. Naturally. We have inspected him, and we have not found any gills on his body. Oh, maybe he ate a fisherman and stole his boat. I don't know. Why would he need to steal a boat? Maybe he just wanted to eat a fisherman, and then he had a boat afterwards. Why use the boat? You tell me. I believe that he was already on the island at the time. Yeah. It is quite a secluded place, after all. Maybe. Was not the island picked because it is quite a tranquil place with less recorded monster activity than yeah. in other parts of Transylvania? Do- Dr. Brother thought it would be soothing for the patients. Exactly. Now, Big B, he's had trouble with the locals. They tend to jump on the first, the first fact that his appearance isn't quite to their liking and they tend to attack him. What it shifts is, awkwardly. If you were in that... If you were in his shoes, wouldn't you be looking for a peaceful place where you can just be left alone? Uh, I suppose. Now, now, you may be a nurse, but you are a... You are a medical practitioner of mental health. Your Honour, objection. This is leading the witness. Your Honour, I'm trying to show... How can I put this... I'm trying to show Big B's intentions of being on the island. I'll allow it. Move toward, move towards a point, but I will allow it. Sorry, Your Honor. Uh, Carl, should somebody who's in a bad mental state who's obviously been attacked due to his appearance. If such a person were to hear about somebody treating those who people have discarded as sick and broken, wouldn't such a person go to the Transylvanian famous sanctuary island for sanctuary? (laughs) Carl sort of looks like he hasn't really spent a lot of time considering this point shifts awkwardly in his chair, scratches himself, basically spends a minute stalling and then, yeah, I guess and should such a person on seeing the asylum fire, might make want to make a good impression with the proprietor by saving his life? Uh, yes No further questions, Your Honour Okay, so... Do you have anything further to I do need to stall for more time, don't I? <laughs> no, 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 not necessarily. The time is, is a pretty elastic concept. It's only a question of whether you're presenting anything else before um, we cut away. Okay, um, guys, just keep your voices down for the next bit, okay? Sure. So I'll be woken up and she needs a bit rest Okay. The um, door's slightly open, so... Oh, I'll do a bit more. Um... So sorry, Miss. Okay, so we've talked about the fire. We've talked about why Big B would be there. 
it was questioning Carl who led him to the conclusion that Big B might have legitimately been there to seek mental help style of thing. Yeah. Um, have we talked about the sus- our suspicions about Dr. Brother? No, no. Um, basically, I wanted to leave that just in case we actually wanted to model the site as a witness. <laughs> so, the thing It doesn't is care who started the fire as long as it's not Big B. Yeah, so we have evidence that it was Dr. Brada, but we're going to save that and see if what Dr. Brada comes in with, and then if we don't make it back in time, you can always present that instead of Dr. Brada. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So you're just beginning to pontificate and stall at this point, basically. Yeah. Uh, fog is fog is done, and oddly enough, the fog feels no need to continue pontificating and stalling at length. Um, Bernard, he's storing up his pontification. As as you are watching this trial, uh, you are welcome to make other another empathy check. Um, there are several different things you could be endeavouring to assess here, basically. Um, all three of the main NPC, main is Isabella, Phileas, and Maxwell in here, um, all have hindrances that you could theoretically assess in some fashion with empathy. It's less about what's necessarily going on here and more about the, the longer-term style of thing. Um, you could endeavour to work out whether there's any specific signs any of them are giving off um, about what they're doing specifically about the trial, that sort of thing. Um, and they also have aspects that are, you know, just general background information on them and things that you could theoretically read as well. Right. So what appears? I think I shall focus on Maxwell von Braun. Yep. Since he's probably nearby. Yep. We know it's That's nearby. the first time well, he's here. The whole time he's here. He killed your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Your um, So what do you want to assess about Maxwell? The, uh, let's go for the hindrances. Okay. So, I guess I should go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you need to decide what you're doing before you. Yeah, just check that empathy works in this case. Don't know if it's hindrances. Okay, that's fine, so you simply watch it. What's your last? Okay. Six. So, one of the things that, that you've, has probably occurred to you is, um, wondering why he hasn't been here for the last two days and is here for this day. Um, You don't necessarily know specifically, but you watch him in the courtroom and he shifts and seems generally uneasy here. Um, Socially ill, he's clearly a bit socially ill at ease. He doesn't like the atmosphere of the courtroom. He doesn't like the people around. He just generally seems... Not necessarily afraid, per se, but upset, irritable, um, put off. He is watching around all the people, making sure no one touches him, that kind of thing. Um, he has a hindrance, because of minophobia of crowds. Ooh. Oh. He does not like large groups of people. Interesting. He has personal space issues. Yeah, he really does. <sighs> But he was obviously forced to be here on the on the final day. So that is what you got from that. Meanwhile, we cut away to Pete and Jonathan see this guy um, just carrying his bucket slightly inside, and you can take this in whatever direction you like. You can sneak up on him. You can rush across the field. You can shout hello. Uh, Doctor Browder, I presume. And he turns around and can you give me a empathy check? Five. Uh, success four. Okay. He drops the bucket and runs inside. Yeah. And you see a look of total panic go across his face. Um, 
he, he is really not expecting visitors. He obviously doesn't know who you are. And the second he sees you, he just goes into a, a completely blind panic. Dr. Brother, wait, please. ducks inside and slams the door. We're not... We don't want to cause you any trouble. We just need to talk. And you guys advance across the yep. the, the field to his front door. Can you make me a notice check? Uh, success. Okay, I got a plane for. Pete, you hear a gun being cocked inside on the other side of the door. Jonathan, you hear the distinctive of shotgun. Um, and you think he is basically crouched now on the other side of the door, shotgun in hand, freaking out. Uh, obviously you have enemies and that's why you're hiding out in the forest. We're not them, okay? My name is Pete Morrison. This is my friend... Jonathan Hannah. Jonathan Hannah. We're um, investigators with the magistrate's office. It's the Beast of Bran is on trial for your murder. And we'd kind of like him not to go down for this one because they're planning to burn him alive. <laughs> Persuasion. The coin to fail this. So that's a four. That, that's a four. <laughs> Jonathan, the shifty, shifty eye. Um, about halfway through this, um, he interrupts your speech with a shout, if you won't take my brains, which yeah. probably makes you pause for a moment. <laughs> yeah. And then Pete's sort of, magistrate's office, where yeah. the beast going to be burned, and etc. etc. Et and then there's a pause from the other side of the says, what? We're, we're investigators with the magistrate, for Judge Danimer, and we're the defence counsel for the beast. He's um, on trial for a couple of crimes, including burning down the asylum and murdering you. you. I realize you've been hiding out in the woods for the last couple of months, so you're probably not up to speed on what's been happening in Bran. You haven't come to kill me. Definitely not, sir. The beast is in danger. The trial is the trial is happening now. Click, chunk, click of keys and locks and things outside the door door opens. Uh, you see a very rabbity looking older, older man there, mid-fifties maybe, with a, a proper yeah. shotgun in hand sort of pointed vaguely at you yeah. if he's not actively but innocent. Pete's got his hands, you know, just kind of generically out, not up in a don't shoot me way, but out in a I'm definitely not, my hand is nowhere near my magnet kind of way. My god. You say they're going to burn him. It, 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 punishing man all set up and ready. The, uh, we're, we're trying to we're trying to um, we're trying to we, we didn't do too badly in the last two days but it would certainly help a lot if we could demonstrate that he didn't murder you what the devil is he on trial for today for, for burning the asylum and your murder like yesterday was the murder of six children in the village of Herstag uh, and, and, and the first day there was a matter of some people who disappeared out in whatever that alligator swamp was last he, he, he shakes his head like I've I heard of the incidents in Herstag and Morast I, I suppose but oh my God, no 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 this this can't be he he didn't burn the asylum down I mean, he didn't murder me he's innocent we know and we've done our best to prove he was innocent of the first two crimes and 
our companions are doing the same for, for today. But so if you're, um, we can, whatever you were frightened of, we can offer you protection. Um, my comrade and I uh, um, have handled ourselves in some pretty difficult situations. Our, our friends are both um, learned people of science and handy in a fight. Whatever you're hiding out from, we can protect you. We just need to get out. We, we just need to get out to the edge of the village and get on the boat, and you can tell us all about it while we row to shore. Persuasion. Come on. Oh, I hate you and everything you stand for. Dice? Blue? Yes, please. Blue. Blue. Blue give you a, pl- a plus D6. Extra D6, without the GM getting a draw. You got a dice which doesn't suck like my dice suck. Thank you. Okay, that is a success. <laughs> expensive, expensive success. So well worth it. You can't protect me, but I cannot allow Beast to suffer for, for my mistakes. He saved my life. That's my friend. I got the trials happening right now. He thinks it was right. Don't those things end at 2 p.m. under Transylvanian law? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she is a highly God. educated doctor. <laughs> uh, yes, the um, unfortunately we only found out. He pulls out his fob watch and looks at it. Unfortunately, we only found out the beast. You, you were out here um, from the beast a couple of hours ago. We've um, oh, oh been doing the whole trial on the run, as it were. I suppose we'd better be going. <laughs> yes, please. <sir. laughs> he will uh, literally just walk out. Um, and can people make it, Can you two make an empathy check? Nope. Yes. Yeah, Jonathan, uh, you know what happens when you try and persuade jittery people with shotguns. So you're just standing there quiet, watching the shotgun <laughs> come up and down. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to blink at him, watch him too closely, or do anything to make a laugh. Pete, uh, I got a four. Yep. Uh, uh, I no, assume the lying team doesn't apply. Um, he seems very deeply concerned about this, to the extent where it's just overwhelmed everything else. He goes with you literally to such an extent that he's, he takes the shotgun because he's got it in his hand, just leaves his front door open, house sitting here, no change of clothes, no jacket, full. Okay, switch. Alright, I'll go. Sh- I'll just dash over and shut his front door. And the two of you, the three of you, head back to the boat. Yay! Yep. Okay. Now... Do you want to go quietly and stealthily? <laughs> no, <laughs> we want to row like stink. Okay. Uh, he can't... Well, well, he could theoretically help you there. He's obviously in less good physical shape than yep. you two are, so there's no point in trying to assist in lieu of Here your hands. Mighty strength. Uh, there we go. Okay, so that's a plus two from Jonathan. So plus one from Jonathan. Oh, seven. Oh, see, okay, so that's a six. So not quite as fast on the way back. How no. how much of a problem is that going to be? I do have more fat points. So because if we don't, I, I, I'm not prepared to make it back after the trial ends. Okay, so you are going to arrive back with absolutely no time to spare. <laughs> um, you will get back with Doctor Brother in time. Presuming the trial is still going on, nothing else has happened. Yeah. Um, t- essentially, how this will manifest is it will then penalise the persuasion check because you won't necessarily get everything out of Doctor Brother in time. Okay. Because you've still got to allow time for 
Mara to question him and such forth. How much? So you were... I'm on a six. Yeah. Six. And you'll need a, a raise, obviously. So I was going to spend a red one. Yeah, but that goes... It's I, either I, a red one or two white ones. Two white ones is awfully expensive. I've got the... What, what else are you going to use these red ones for? We'll it is giving... I know, it's giving Jared the draw. We've done our best not to, but we can't always avoid that. I succeed with the raise. Pete rose fast. Oof. And can we, um, draw, and can we, um, question Dr. Brada as we go? Yes, yes. I'm just, the, the time is the most important yeah. factor, so I'm yeah. doing that first. Okay, so yeah, that will be you guys rowing like stink for Bran and arriving with an hour to spare. Sweet. And when I say arriving, arriving at the courthouse with cool. an hour to spare. Yeah, I'm going to, um, I want to do a dramatic entrance thing, but we'll worry yeah. about that after the question. <laughs> That's the sweet thing, it's right. I if, if, you, if you're going to do a trial at all, you've got to bring I, I really didn't see this coming. Hopefully neither will fall. Obviously he was there as a witness, but not the dramatic last minute witness to save the day. Thing. Well, obviously if we'd found him earlier, that would have been better, but honestly I think we'd have just Spent a couple of hours fucking around in the woods and then know. assumed there was nothing to find. Well, on the plus yeah. side, it does give Bob less chance to screw us over. Yeah. So that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good place to start. <laughs> so he sort of uh, concentrates on running, gets in the boat, and then yeah. sits there. Um, he, he will actively, you know, unload and put his shotgun away at yeah. this point rather than carrying it round in the jury boat and running with it and all that kind of thing. Um, and says to you. Oh, oh my! This 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 is so terrible. You, you say you're investigating the crime. You you must want to know what what really happened. Uh, yes. Um, to be honest, uh, it it kind of appeared to us that um you may have burned the asylum down. I'm sure there was a there was a reason. Uh, yes, that is unfortunately quite correct. Uh, you, you appear to have gone some effort to save the important papers and all the people and. Um, you possibly haven't heard, but everyone did make it out okay. Um, but uh, given that your reputation is as of a man who's done a tremendous amount to help the community, it seemed rather out of character. I'm afraid the asylum was... And he pauses and clearly thinks about what he's going to do with it. Was experiencing financial difficulties. I, I had... In an effort to keep it running, I had taken some loans from an unsavory character whom I hoped to pay back later, but in the absence of being able to sort out my financial affairs, this yes, individual was Maxwell. Or could be, uh... prepared to take the patience in lieu of payment. I believe I understand. Perhaps you could tell us who this charming gentleman is. He goes dead quiet and deliberately, you know, shuts his jaw. You can't tell us? He won't tell us. In, in any event, I burned the asylum down as my best response. With the patients scattered, there were no targets, and with myself, I had planned to be presumed dead in the fire. There would be no one left to target. Uh, unfortunately, the accelerants got away from me. The fire spread a lot quicker than I thought. I was nearly a victim of my own criminal stupidity. When the beast came heroically in, carried me out from the flames, carried me out to the woods, uh, 
endeavoured to tend to me for some days. Poor thing, he didn't quite know what he was doing. Oh, I am. We're aware of his um, positive and negative attributes, his medical skills are perhaps not quite the point. I had planned this for some time. I had preparations, supplies out in the woods. I was ready to build my cabin out there and live quietly for the rest of my days. The beast came and assisted me. He he lived with me as a friend for a, a month or more, at least. He told I, he um, told us that um, he was your friend and that you I, uh, he I, had been quite happy with you. I've stayed away from everyone. I'd heard nothing about this trial. You understand? If I'd heard, I would have been here to help him. Oh, natu- naturally, naturally. But the um, I, I do understand that it's difficult to successfully be presumed dead while popping into the village of Bran yeah. for um, breakfast. It's, you, you had no way of knowing. And the, be- the beast wasn't in trouble until very recently, and since then he's been locked up. If you want to poke him more on who his mysterious contact is, that would be persuasion again. I'm happy to make the check, but if I fail, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. Um, it, it or uh, you can, in fact, use intimidation for this if you would rather. No, um, tell us or Vivil kills you. Intimidate. Um, uh, um, one of our um, <laughs> friends is a woman of considerable resource. We may be able to. Keep Given that we are putting your life in peril by asking you to show up as a witness for this trial, we may be able to get you out of trouble with this individual. Um, if you could just tell us who he is. For my looks and cash. I'm afraid this is no longer a matter of of money. Alright. We'll just have to deal with it after the trial. The problem is, if it's Phineas Fogg, he may outrank me just at the moment. Soon or no. Okay. <laughs> Mara. Yes. Uh, can you make me just a generalised persuasion check to see how well you're doing at pontificating and stalling? That's an 11. Okay. So, Fog has sort of continued to object that you're just wittering around, which is rich coming from him. Yeah. <laughs> um... And, and you've actually worked out one of the best ways to stall here is to let him object as strenuously and as, as lengthily as he wants to. Because yeah. he will stand up and fill ten minutes going on about how much time you're wasting. To the point where I'm feeding him, basically feeding him lights. Like, oh, what, what's the matter, Bob? Could you ex- expound on that further? <laughs> Am I taking too long? Really? What specifically? <laughs> Can you make and, it the bullet points? <laughs> and Judge Dameron is... And, and finally interrupts this after about an hour of stalling and bangs on the gavel and says, I believe I have heard enough. Now, Miss Mimo, do you have any more evidence to actually present? Or are we prepared to call the trial early? And you, well... And then, boom, <laughs> the doors are kicked in by Pete. Well, I just, I, I shoved them apart yeah. dramatically. It's, it's are you coming in with the dramatic stop the trial? Um, uh, Late witness, Your Honour, late witness. Bet, 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 yeah. <laughs> Strange expedition calls Dr. Brada to the sand. <laughs> Dr. Strange starts patting her. Mara stands there, as I planned all along. <laughs> and Dr. Brada will relinquish his shot yeah. to the court officials. Um, and then comes in and sits down. And Fog is sitting there glaring <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> and the court immediately breaks into hubbub because it's yeah, immediately um, <laughs> obvious that he's not dead if he's standing here. Pete and Jonathan will go and sit in the stands because yeah. we, we, we can't actually assist. 
and Judge Demerod raises both her eyebrows. The first real strong expression you've seen. But the court recognizes Dr. Brada of the Sanctuary Asylum, witness to the trial for his murder. Please continue, Miss Mavolo. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. Your Honor. I testify I'm not Dr. Brada. First of all, can you testify you you are not indeed dead? Oh, oh no, no, I'm, I'm I'm not any sort of extracorporeal spectre. Uh, uh, knocked on the table, quite quite solid flesh and blood, really. Ah, excellent. And were you indeed murdered? Uh, no, I can safely say with one hundred percent certainty that I have neither been killed nor murdered in any way. Excellent. <laughs> now we've got the. <laughs> I'm putting on a show of your crowd. <laughs> you present. A piece of evidence. Dr. Brother is not dead because he is talking. Excellent. We can now consider... This is when we roll the credits. I would like to present as evidence to the courts the testimony of Dr. Brother that he is not in fact dead or murdered. I I believe the court will recognise this evidence. Uh, Lord Fogg, do you have any objections to this? <laughs> Philia sort of... <laughs> Not at this time. <laughs> okay, relevant high fives for the table. <laughs> How stupid am I going to look if I claim that he's not here? Yeah, I'm just going to let this go. <laughs> Excellent. Now we've got those two points out of the way. Dr. Brada, during the night of the fire, you were claimed to have been present. In fact, you were the one who raised the alarm, is that correct? Uh, yes, that's, that's quite correct. I personally, spoke to, I personally spoke to a dozen of my orderlies and nurses and have it on good authority that, that they passed word along to at least, th- at least three or four more to clear up all the patients. Now, have you in the past met uh, Big B, a.k.a. the Beast of Brad? He, he looks at the Beast. Big B? Oh, what an excellent name. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I, I have indeed met him uh, after the, well, during the events of the fire and then afterwards. Excellent. Now, in your sound opinion... As a esteemed medical profession, professional of the mental health services, uh, yes, would you believe that Big B started the fire? <laughs> he looks at you slightly sideways, then looks at Pete, and sort of puts two and two together. Right, because you don't know that he knows, that. and then he sort of not. Uh, it would. I could safely assess that I could safely assess as a medical professional and a witness that there is a hundred percent certainty that Big B did not start this fire. Objection! Even as a qualified doctor, how could he possibly know what events had taken place? This Irrelevant. We're here to prove that Big B did not start the fire, not whether or not. Sorry, tongue stopped working there. Okay, can you say his line again? Uh, fogs? Yeah. Um, basically, uh, what, what Adam's saying is that we're endeavouring to yep. accept, we're establishing yes, 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 the beast. We're not going into who did it, we're establishing that the beast wasn't capable. Yeah. Yes, uh, no, both as a doctor 
and an eyewitness to all facts concerning the fire, I can safely say that the beast did not start the fire. In fact, he was instrumental in rescuing me from it and preserving my life. Fix it, bad friend. Uh, quiet, if you please. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> One of the links in your handcuffs is slightly off. Which is the back of the place. <sighs> okay. And Pete, if you if you or Jonathan want to lead this question, you can literally lead across the bar and go in her ear. That's um, not, yeah, not cheating. Um, so, um, will um, will a moment to confer with my colleague? Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed people of Brad and the greater Transylvanian area, your honour, you have seen the evidence today. You have indeed heard the testimony of one thought murdered by Big B. And no, I am not calling him the Beast of Brad. His name is Big B. Get used to it. Wow. Well, <laughs> tell them, little girl. <laughs> If there is any doubt, any doubt in your mind that Big B is guilty on this crime, come forth and I will personally slap you across the face. <laughs> for that is what you deserve for trying, for putting such an innocent and decent man, yes, I said man, on trial to be put to the flame. Hubbub goes up. And I am looking them in the eye. (laughs) This has been most enlightening. (laughs) Today's trial has been most enlightening. Does either party have any further evidence or questioning to put forward? Fog shakes his head. No, Your Honour. Very well. Then closing statements, please. Fine. He's had a minute or two to recruit himself. He's looking a bit more uh, non-plus now. Your Honour, this has been a fantastic dog and pony show. The likes we do not, which we do not often see. I am impressed and indeed applaud my diminutive opponent for her creativity in finding this poor man, bribing him to impersonate Dr. Brada, and bringing him before the court to testify some hogwash. Now, I personally would not do such as that would be in gross defiance of the law of Transylvania and your honour's own personal... and your honour's own personal sense of honour and and justice and sense of the law. But she, she is only a child, so we cannot hold her too accountable for this. We must simply go with the evidence that the asylum is burned down. The beast was seen in the area. He is well known as an arsonist. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> um, it, it is clear that he did it, and Fogg sits down looking a bit flustered. <laughs> like he's fighting a really uphill battle to argue the fact that Brada is standing there on the stand saying, Hi, not dead. <laughs> also, the beast rescued me. <laughs> and over to you. Your Honour. You have seen the evidence. 
You have heard the testimony. Let justice be done. Okay. Persuasion checks from both parties. Persuasion D8 minus 2. Yes! That was a good time to all explode on the D10. That was... 21! Well, Thank you, Bernard. 22! <laughs> now remember, Fogs have got really awesome persuasion. It's actually not not a crazy... It may not be a crazy success. Although I think we're going to get some bonus points for the Dr. Brother thing. Uh, that, that's your evidence. They're auto successes, essentially. Yep. They don't affect your persuasion check, yep. but there are a bunch of successes you've already accrued. Okay, so. You used up a Benny. Mm. Well, he's got a few to use up, unfortunately. Oh, he's using up a blue one. My cat plugs. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's only too. <laughs> yeah, it looks a Ooh, it's used up red. That looks like you get a draw out of the bag because you're the one being directly contradicted here. Alright. So, fog just sounds so damned convincing. It, it's hard to, you know, the, the crowd is sort of looking at him and the evidence is really weighted against the fact that Dr. Brada is standing there, but he just seamlessly comes out with this obviously an impersonated thing. And it sounds credible to the point where even probably Bernard and Dr. Strange are wondering somewhere slightly in their minds whether Pete and Jonathan are actually dubious enough to go out, find a guy, address him as Dr. Brada and bring it back. No, of course not. That's preposterous. <laughs> Nonetheless... Fog does have a good... is just phenomenally, almost supernaturally persuasive. As he rolls a 17. Yep. And and sits on that. So it's him picking up successes and you picking up successes, so they're not opposed to each other. Yep. So. 17 versus 22. Yeah, well, it's, it's our overall so success you're on the trial. Success, raise at 8, raise at 12, raise at 16, raise at 20. Five successes, essentially. Alright, and assuming that nobody wants to alter their roles any further way. Oh, you think the defense rests? Judge Dameron. In fact, the defense would like a nap. <laughs> Judge Dameron claps the gavel. In a case of this complexity, I would like to I would like to take a few moments to consider this in solitude. Please wait here, and she will step out of the courtroom. Music. a couple of several minutes go by as, as you all look at each other and that din 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 dramatic music can plays. I get a read on Phineas obviously yeah. he's the one who's um, been like who, who did the money loaning and stuff right not, not no, necessarily, obviously. Yeah, but like, but like, you this don't even do a role for yeah, it. I don't, but you I don't, don't even think the money learnings come up. You don't know that. You don't yeah. know that. You don't yes, know either. You've got, you've got, you've got no oh, context. I don't know any of it. Okay, no, yeah. we haven't had the opportunity to tell you, and it's not a great time while everyone's just sitting around filled with okay. tension to start Can whispering I about it. And I suspect you don't have time to make an empathy check because you were directly contributing to the persuasion. That's certainly the way it's been previous trial. Here it comes. Pick it up. Yeah. So I can tell you that over the grand over grand total, you have sixteen successes. 
Oh. Based on your various successes and evidences and that sort of thing. Yep. And Judge Damarud comes back, unreadable look on her face, um, and sits down. Basically, as you have been led to understand that, she she is the beginning and end of the law. What she says, guilty or not guilty. Yep. Um, she comes back. Excellent. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank the Honourable Lord Fogg and the Strange Expedition for both stepping forward to thoroughly investigate this matter and see that justice is done. We are not here to take the law into our own hands. I think the evidence that has been presented on both sides of this court has shown why such trials exist, that we can determine truly the guilt or the innocent of this beast of Bran. In the matters of the murder of six children of the village of Herstad, the burning of Sanctuary Asylum, and the murder of Dr. Brada, and the disappearances in the swamps of Morast, on the balance of evidence and based on the arguments presented, I find the Beast of Bran not guilty. Yes! <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally what we do. <laughs> I run up and hug Big B. <laughs> I, I would like an empathy. Feet, feet sweating. <laughs> yeah, okay, now we can have empathy too. Not on the rest of the Okay, I run up and first I run up and hug Big B, then I drag one of the guards with the keys over to get him unshackled. <laughs> and she bang, 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 bangs with gavel, the whole crowd erupts at this. Bang, 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 order, order. Courtroom calms slightly. And she says, this case is over. Unshackle Big B. He is free to go where he will. As a free citizen of Transylvania, not guilty of any of the crimes he has been accused of. We will allow him to remain in Bran or go in peace as he will. And she looks round the townsfolk. I hope you have all seen today what the purpose of upholding the law is. I have seen far more than I intend. I have seen far more than I thought I would in this case, and I am thoroughly convinced of the beast's innocence. We must all take the time to reflect here. The evidence against the beast is primarily his vicinity to these crimes, which in some cases we have seen is as a direct consequence of his heroism endeavouring to prevent the murders and deaths at the hands of such things. To the people listening to the podcast, my smile is trying to take off my head right now. (laughs) I believe we have all learned here that the true terrors of Transylvania are not these strange creatures that may walk among us but ignorance and hate and fear these are the terrors that we must fight here in this courtroom with justice let the beast go free let this proclamation go forth bang he's just humming the star stangled banner under his breath because this is a triumph for truth justice in the American way even if it is technically a Transylvanian way um and it becomes, and the crowd goes up, uh, but actually cheering 
this response not booing it. There are there are obviously the few people down the back who were going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I picture Carl with his ear trumpet. What innocent? You, you, no, we're supposed to be burning him. <laughs> you have not only won the trial, you have won it conclusively. Yes. All right, All right big round of high fives. <laughs> That was not an easy thing to do, people. So, to let you know how this how this rolls out, um, basically, um, you, you obviously needed more successes than Fog to get the not guilty in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you have, um, the less the the more accepted the verdict is. If you only just scrape it, then the town you know might try and make a move on him anyway, style of thing because you haven't. You've proven it enough for the law, but not necessarily enough for the crowd. But you've also been doing work on the crowd, so you've got some extra successes in there. Uh, so you have won it by sixteen to ten. Whoa! Oh. Yes. Thank you for the power up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that was excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a great time, time for all these empty checks on Phineas. Yes, by all means. Oh, okay. nice about the crowd. Um, you do I get right. any negatives for charisma on this on no, the other thing? No, you do not. So it's just a minus one for that. Yep. Ooh. Oh. Boom. Boom. Uh, so that's a, a six minus one is a five. So, Fog, as he hears the not guilty, just blinks <laughs> in... In total disbelief. It's like evidence counts. D- despite <laughs> he's the orchestrating Despite the fact that he has presented no evidence whatsoever, and this was, you know, it, if not necessarily the likeliest, at least a foreseeable outcome. Like you guys have surely considered going in, you might win this, you might lose. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty nervous when you dragged out the verdict. I was uh, like, oh god, did he get more success? Fog has never considered that he will lose this. It is a foregone conclusion that he will win, yeah, and he will win because he is Phileas Fogg. Mm. Um, moreover, Bernard, I assume that was your empathy, yeah. 16 billion on your empathy check. Um, he is so, he, he was so convinced of this that there was, you know, no, no backup plan in place, no um, way to push his point further here, he has no, no theory, and he is absolutely Endeavouring to endeavouring and somewhat managing to hide it behind the English gentleman's mask, but he is absolutely seething. <laughs> the the fact that he has lost this to you guys is a massive personal affront to him. He lost to, to a little girl to the extent that the slightest bit of poking on this point is going to set him off to the point where he's probably going to take a swing at someone. <laughs> oh, oh, oh <laughs> So if you want to push him here, you can. But it's it's, it's all his anger is directed against you guys, not the judge, not the beast, because you're the ones that screwed up his his ultimate perfect plan. Well, I shall tell you the precarious situation. Uh, we do have another. We do have another problem. Yeah. Um, Doctor Brider is in danger. Yeah. Um, I know we didn't have time to brief you guys, but. Much as I'm delighted to see the expression on Phineas' face, I shall treasure it and take it out and look at it periodically in my dreams. I really think we have other matters. Moreover, with that many raises, you actually get one of Fogg's hindrances as well. Oh, nice. Uh, this, it probably won't surprise you to learn that he is arrogant. Yeah, we've got that one. Um, he he's inherently likes not only to dominate, but to crush his opponents. 
So he's he's the sort of asshole who plays with his food before he exits the whole thing. Um, to the point where if he comes over and takes a swing at someone, it's going to be Pete, because Pete is the biggest and worst guy to start a fight with in your group. <laughs> and Fogg is literally compelled by his arrogance that he has to pursue what would functionally be the boss of your group in a fight, which would be Pete. <laughs> what? So what's, this, what's that called? What's Ar- arrogance. Is no, the, 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 oh, so that's all part of the arrogance, yes. isn't it? Yeah, the okay. conception with arrogance, as I recall it, yeah, one is of the that people. you have to take on the most dangerous target in a fight yeah, one, because one, you're so awesome. One of, the, one of the penalties for being arrogant is if you get into a fight, you have to pursue the boss character as opposed to the minions, which is much easier to tell with PCs, with yeah. fighting with PCs. With you guys, I've sort of arbitrarily dubbed Peter's the boss yeah. in a combat situation, he's because he's the worst right. one for Fog to go and take Fog at. Yeah. In a social combat, it might be Mara or Doctor Strange as the mm. most yes. lethal... But if he comes over and punches someone, it's going to be Pete. <laughs> okay, but I do like to just tweak his nose. Because why not? Oh yeah, you're. you're uh, that's not what Pete would do in this circumstance. You're welcome to. Well, Mara's allowed to be childish, <laughs> and the three of them are having a little argument over huddled over yeah. at their table. All I'll, three of them. Yes. Yeah. I walk up to um, Fog. Can they stop arguing and look up at you? Raise my hand and say, "Better luck next time, Fog. Maybe you'll win the next one." You're trying to tweak it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine Bernard says something like, I, I believe that fellow is about to snap at any moment. <laughs> is right and hops up. <laughs> he stares at you. Just literally stares at your hand like you're offering him a dead fish. Sneers. Gets up, walks around you, walks over to the table. Yeah, Pete's still sitting down. And he looks at me and says, You. You. Arrogant. American bang and right hooks you across the face. <laughs> Alright. Awesome. <laughs> okay. You have seen this coming, so you're definitely not um yeah. flat footed. Really. I hope you just yeah. take it and be the bigger man. There's a five to hit your parry. Yep. Um Okay, so um <laughs> You don't even feel it, do you? Uh, yeah, my parry is a six. <laughs> yeah. So he'll he'll hit you in the circumstances, yeah. but he just slugs you across the face yeah. and you just sort of go mm, and the, the head tilts slightly. Yeah, Pete will stand up from the table, <laughs> crack his knuckles. This absolutely does qualify as going past your passive. I know I can table. now hit him. I'll look <laughs> him in the eye. And and I'll say um Lord Fogg, I'll give you that one. If you ever hit me again, you'll be sorry you did. Oh, you're uh, going to be the bigger man, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and I would recommend as a point of law, next time you put someone in trial for murder, make sure the person who's murdered is actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to turn. I'm going to turn my back on him. <laughs> oh, just missed. And. Von Braun comes and sort of Maxwell Von Braun rather given this to Von Braun he comes and sort of tugs at his sleeve and the three of them Fog turning reluctantly away from this exit the courtroom assuming you don't want to uh, no, no. I just want an empathy read yep. on the crowd yep. did people see that? yes yes quite, quite <laughs> obvious he does it right in front of everyone and the judge indeed actually sort of looks at this and you know yeah, Pete, raises a hand yeah Pete, Pete, Pete shakes it and it's up 
Pete doesn't need to be. Pete doesn't need people to prosecute over a uh, yeah. skinny little it's, English. It's none of, none of you are trans or lady citizens, so she's not really going to step in. I'm yeah. just walk to. But yeah. people saw. <laughs> okay, so at this point, um, everyone refreshes back up. Yay! Yay! Uh, Pete, you then get another one for not taking a shot at him. <laughs> Is it Christian also a Christian No. They are um, unrelated to each other. Okay. Oh. Although you have had four well, hours right thing to do, the start but, the trial. But damn it, who knows how long it'll be until he hits me again? <laughs> yeah, and your pacifist essentially resets it. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. You can't later shoot him in the back. No, no. He doesn't no. want to hit you. Do you guess? Oh, uh, uh, no, you're yeah. drawing right now. Might as well. Okay. I mean, we'll just pop back in the end, but that's okay. Yeah. But on the plus side, you have totally satisfied pacifism. I mean, next time he punches you, you can slug him across yeah, the next, room. Next time, I, he gets the, I'm giving him the one three shot. The next time he slugs me, I'm hitting him with a chair. <laughs> no <laughs> prosecution, I'm also being and do we want to move to leave it there? I think yeah. um, yes, but we're going to go huddle with Dr. Brava yeah. as our, our next priority. Because yeah. we've just put him in horrific danger. Oh, yes. So we want to actually take him aside, trial over, and talk to him about what's happening. So do you want to do that now? Or? No, yeah. I think we'll do that as a scene, because that may not be a five-minute conversation. That may okay. not be a five-minute conversation. So at this point, I will pause and do XP then, not yep. remember to. Yep. So for starters, you'll pretty much get... Don't bother to write this down yet. Yep. Uh, you're pretty much getting an XP for the session. Yeah. Yep. Um, on top of that, you have completed the trial of the beast. The true terrors the of true Transylvania. Terrors of Transylvania. Nice setup with the title. I hate and ignorance and fear. Um, the true terrors, Phineas Frog. And smashed it. Okay, there are several things. Um, there, there are several various points you can accomplish for extra XP in here. Um, one of which is the beast has been found overwhelmingly innocent for another two XP. Yeah. Um, you have not solved the wraiths. Um, you have not solved fog. Yep. Um, we don't know what he was up as and we don't know what he was up to. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, that's fair. We have no clue. We, I mean, we know what he was the, doing in the library. We you, don't you've know discovered why. all sorts of things, but this is purely the do you, did you achieve XP or XP yep. style of thing. Um, have we done enough for a mellow puff? And the other bit of that you haven't either. Uh, so you get a grand total of three XP for this. Yay! One Just for your session, two for the beast. Which is a level. Yep, 36. Mm. Uh, no, it's only three points. Yep, yeah, we're, we're on 33. Oh. oh, she wasn't here when we, got, when yeah, we did Yeah, but we did one. say write down an XP. You probably didn't actually do it because you were trying to catch okay, up. Okay, so we're at 36, are we? Yep. yep. Okay. So, yes, you can leave Transylvania de ghosted if you desire. <laughs> uh, and, um, but, we don't, but don't worry about doing the level into that start the next session. Yeah, basically. We'll leave it there for leveling and things. Um, if you if if you are prepared to leave Doctor Brother at the quick resolution of um, getting him out of town without needing to find without you know poking it further style of thing, um, then that's pretty much adventure over. 
Um, once adventure is over, I am happy to answer any of the out-of-character mm-hmm. player questions about what yep. was going on that, that aren't going to affect future things. I think we want to at least leave open for the moment the possibility of doing something more with Dr. Brada. Okay. And we want to at least have a last conversation with him. Um, yep. Depending on who it was, I, I wanted to keep him somewhere safe. Yeah, I think we we want to try and get Dr. Brada to safety, and we want to have yeah. another swing at convincing him to tell us that, what was going on. That is comparatively easy to do, though, because sure. you can just stick him in your, you know, your your carriage and get out of Transylvania. That is very true. It's not like you haven't got the resources and the capacity to take him wherever. Yeah, and we've still got the green chip. Um, <laughs> and then the the end piece of this adventure will be. Um, uh, cutting away from you guys and cutting to the shades, that mysterious Transylvanian monster hunting organization. Very So I will, I will need to um, prep that one. But um, next session we're going to want to level and talk to Dr. Breda, so that will yeah. give you a bit of time. I'll, I'll prep the shades for next week. Okay? Yeah. On the basis that um, the starting bits you're doing with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It won't be more than an hour for both leveling and talking to Dr. Brady. I Brader, already leveled. So. I was just getting rid of my fear effects. <laughs> easy. Um, so, that is all good. Yep. I might take Beastmaster to the next edge. I seem to be getting along with everyone. Why not the animals as well? He's going to turn into a Disney princess. (laughs) Oh, you want an animal companion? Well, it's animal companion plus uh, animals tend not to attack me. Right. Can I get that literal beast master? Big bee master. (laughs) Yeah, no. No. (laughs) I did actually contemplate putting him in the shades, but the... um, the, the yeah. character is too fundamentally broken to be PC. It's, it's so hilariously mid-maxed that it's, it's bordering on unplayable. I might um, boost my notice up to a D6. <laughs> oh, but we could have, like, Franken... I'm not Frankenstein, our yeah. vampire friend. Notice it's smart. Be like, an actual <laughs> 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 yeah, we need more streetwise. Yeah, I know. I'd like, yeah. I'd like yeah. to see him before we go. Actually, yeah, there's probably several conclusory scenes to be done in Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the on the plus side, we can sound up if not only is Big B, you know, alive and well, but the people are actually accepting him. Yeah, but yeah. we've had the traumatic not guilty. Yeah, yeah that, that was done. that was the awesome. The, this is just the, the, the next session will just be the wrap. Oh, we worked so hard for that. Yeah, <laughs> we earned that. We earned that not guilty. Lol, bringing him in. Oh yeah, it's kind of not dead. We were the only one that bothered to research and get evidence. Although, admittedly, you start off with an advantage when you're framing someone. Um, but um, <laughs> that he was so good at persuading that he still really got our ass kicked. Yes, yes, that 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 really is the point, though. I mean, that was the initial premise setup, and it comes across much better once you see it in the game. Is that you've never really been able to convince anyone that Fogg's an ass hat because he's so fucking good at it that yeah. it's incredibly hard to do. We finally did it. Yeah, and we and need I to burn think, two points at the same I, time. I really do think we come across as a group. It's not difficult to see why people don't believe us mm-hmm. as compared to Fog. I mean, if you look at um, Doctor Strange, who you know, while a, a remarkably impressive person in other ways, has the little cat disadvantage. Yeah. You know, um, just the crazy old lady. Explicitly got that shifty. I'm just a crazy person. You don't need to listen to me when I say people stole my research. Mara's ten. 
I am impeccably trustworthy. Yeah, but you're a butler and you you have, know, people tend to discount you, you seen, even though you're clearly smarter than everyone. You have seen enough of Falk now to know that he is in fact very charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> and not Pete's surprising. kind of plain spoken and not Mr. Diplomacy. <laughs> Is this the first time he's ever lost? Because it feels like it. Uh, probably not, you know, across the basis of his life in every aspect of everything he's ever done. Just but but certainly right in the sort of courtroom yeah, uh, I think, p- opposed persuasion style. I, I think there, he, yes. he doesn't lose very often. He doesn't lose very often in public. And he was probably just as a sort, bad as a loser the other times yeah, as he well. Doesn't, he, he certainly doesn't lose a lot of social scenarios like that, social debates, opposed political positions, etc, etc. That's his thing. That's his thing. (laughs) So he's angry. (laughs) Angry beaver. Let's defeat Peter, but Pete won't rise to the bait because Pete's too morally virtuous. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm glad I went for being the bigger man. I do want to hit him very, very badly. (laughs) I'm amazed that I'm two adventures in and no one's taken a pop at him yet. (laughs) Give it time. It, I can just imagine it walking. But on the other hand, I think it's a good hindrance to have because given that I'm twice his size, even though he's moderately good at fighting, slugging him all the time would just make me a bad guy. Yeah. You'd also down him in one shot. I can <laughs> ma- imagine when Maxwell took him away, what he was doing was this. Oh. <laughs> Dude, are you out of your fucking mind? Have you seen the size of that guy? He blocks out the sun. Well, I'm actually quite happy with the um, Pete's too hard to be hit, but I would actually also be quite happy to take some stress or get shaken or whatever because it just makes him look more villainous. Frankly, his odds his odds weren't very high. It's the fact that he needs to hit you, which is well doable to yeah. him, and then actually deal you sufficient damage with his bare hand. True, true. Keep, keeping in mind that unless he's actually got martial arts or brawling edges or things, he's yeah. just dealing you his straight strength. Well, on the he needs to explode the dice. The arrogance may have been a poor tactical decision, but it does have some advantages because it's definitely he definitely didn't look as villainous as he would have looked if he had hit Doctor Strange or Mara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The twelve year old girl out talked me. I shall go slug her. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. probably that probably gives like away the villain thing a little bit. Would have just looked like an asshole at that point. <laughs> would this man flying kick a nun? <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> He'd fly and kick the nun and say that the nun was an imposter. So, well done, you have concluded the true terrors of Transylvania. We got a Frankenstein's monster off trial. Yep. I can still can't believe that it was a um it, it was a pretty cool adventure. I certainly didn't see coming the um, you know, you need to prove the Frankenstein's monster innocent via truth. It said right there, pulp horror and investigation. Yep. Notice in streetwise, that's what I'm putting up, I think. They're both D4s. Well, they're both D4s, so they can go up to D6s. I also have the minus two penalty for my streetwise, so it'll still kind of suck, but I'll stuck a little less. (laughs) That was pretty detective y. Yes. Yes, it was. It's not actually meant to be the detective adventure per se, but it was pretty detective y. Well, I mean, you call it the investigation adventure, which isn't the same as detective, but it kind of really is a bit similar. Anyway, we don't need to worry about which one we want to do next, because the shades thing will probably take more than one <laughs> session. I, I enjoy no utility, Pete, kind of standing in the background, Kelly. I'm strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, 
I put my points into fighting. Yeah, Other it, people put it, their points into big it, utility. It fits beautifully from a camera point of view of, you know, Pete's the big buff American guy. What does he do when there's a mystery to be solved? Looks to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, admittedly, he you know, if yeah, Pete had been in this alone, Pete would have broken the, um, convinced the beast to break out of jail and hightail down to the hills. Because his capacity to actually investigate these things would be Doubt, Doubtlessly, in the Lost World, you'll find a nice dinosaur you can punch. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Yeah, well, you, I, I hit like one crocodile and one wolf with my wrench in that whole adventure. I need, I need to get some wrench yeah, in it, it, but, but it. But it was very deliberately not a very combat heavy one. Yeah. Because there's, there's not a lot to fight, and the, the big fight was the one that you went around. Yeah, the right. Yeah, but in all fairness, I couldn't have. Yeah, I couldn't have hit him with a wrench, could I? I, I? I owe a lot to fighting there, but just I didn't build Jonathan to fight Ray. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if I'd know it, I totally would have. Yeah, and my character wasn't quite there, and yeah, well, not by herself. Whereas <laughs> the next group will be, the, the Transylvanian Mobsal Hunters will be, you know, all five PCs in some, to some extent or another have some capacity to, to solve this problem. Oh yes, and Otto nicked off with our holy water. Yeah. That's suspicious, right? Otto? <laughs> the guy... Uh, Vorstag, the, the alchemist. The guy who hung us upside down from the sub-basement wall. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, he took our holy water. He left my... He left me my gun. <laughs> Just took the holy water. Yeah, he left my gun too. See, I think he's the one that, um... I think he's the one. That, that, that um, he got in debt to. I think all my statements about how there's no connection between the charm it works, I think we're about to find the connection. <laughs> have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. As I say, um, but with many of these mysteries, if you want the closure, once you leave Transylvania, you can pretty much have it, because yeah. a lot of them are self-contained. But I think the key is... It's not the fog stuff. Well, um, everybody except the Doctor is already protected, and we managed to not you know, put the Doctor on the stand and say, so who burned down the asylum, then? I did that quite deliberately. <laughs> yeah, I, I was impressed, actually. That was successes that you didn't get because yeah. of that. Yeah, but I think the theory was, you know, it's one thing to ask the guy to go on the stand and declare that he is not, in fact, dead. You did a nice job with that. You were lots of sarcasm. <laughs> if you, in fact, have been murdered. I'm pretty confident I haven't. <laughs> Uh, you know, it is Transylvania. You can't just rule. You can't rule it out just because you present the guy as a witness. But you know, at the same time, um, but I do think that the you know it's another thing to go up, ask him to go up on the stand and commit the, and confess to a crime which, for all we know, carries the death penalty even for humans. <laughs> I mean, they probably wouldn't burn him, but it, it couldn't be good. I'm just happy uh, that... Among other things, it's, it's his asylum that he was burning down, yeah, and yeah. he hurt no one, so... Yeah, yeah but he's, it's, we're Basically, probably talking the best thing about his fraud. Mm. Yeah, but it's probably a jail term, and a jail term in the local city is a pretty good place to get, you know, murdered by your, your enemy that wants you dead. It's not like his grand insurance or whatever he's doing. And no. it wasn't just his asylum... It was oh, a privately owned one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So he, he he owned it. The other people had invested money in it. It has donors and oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I I it feels to me like there'd be some kind of jail time. I mean, yeah. I could I could be wrong, but if nothing else, it'd destroy his reputation in the community no, and really among other things, that. I mean, faking, faking your own death is generally illegal, and there's a pretty good argument that you could endanger a hell of a lot of people by burning down a building that they were living in. Yeah. 
Particularly considering, I mean, while he he fucked up the escaping without harm, he could have fucked up the everybody got out of the building in time. He yes. didn't, but he yes. could have. Well, well, well he didn't set no, fire that wouldn't have actually been possible based on the sequence of events because he didn't start the fire until the building was empty. Yeah. Which is why all the witness testimony looks really weird. Yeah. Because it's like he told us to leave, the building was on fire, so we did it because why wouldn't you? You know, then later the building was on fire. Yeah. I really do think that, that stuck out immediately. There's just no way you can get every, you can get all the crazy people out of an insane asylum, and the building it doesn't catch fire until yeah, everyone's yeah, outside. Yeah. I'm just glad that the case now more accepted around the place. Constructive cases, yeah, that I still, makes sense. I still think he should go with the cuckoo kin, oh, but it, certainly if he wants to come back to Bran, and you know his dad lives here, so he might well. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's much less likely sense. to burn, be burned at the stake this time around. Yeah. Well, certainly if he's with the Kogut Kim, then people will accept him back in the brand. Also, I think the Kogut Kim... And then, by extension, because it's the same problem. You know, what are they done wrong? Well, they kind of look like monsters, yes, but we've decided that as a society we're not going to do that shit anymore. Also, um, the Kogut Kim's um, fortunes may improve slightly because they now have a best friend who can punch through solid steel. People may be a little less inclined to harass them as gypsies. I, I had fun with Fog. Now how far can I get just by superciliously talking about how I'm obviously right? Do you have any evidence? I don't need evidence. Everyone in the village was here. Were the crooked can at the trial as well? Uh, no, they've been very deliberately avoiding it. So because they don't want to show up and look like freaks at the monster burning show. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting though when they hear like the results of the trial. Yeah, yeah which will happen within about ten seconds because <laughs> ten seconds after all, the first guy bursts out of the building and says he's innocent. He's innocent. I really oh, like the idea that it takes the guy sitting next to Carl twenty minutes to convince Carl of the best. <laughs> and that Carl is probably one of the guys who still doesn't think he can have been eaten right because you know he's an earth elemental don't you know? well obviously he's got mind control powers <laughs> he took, took control of the judge and puppeted her supernaturally yeah <laughs> For that matter, I'm not entirely convinced if Carl is caught up on the fact that his boss isn't dead. <laughs> Skinwalker. Yeah. Man, he's like the complete opposite of a Doubting Thomas. <laughs> he's like anti-Doubting Thomas. In all fairness, he does live in Transylvania. It's not an unreasonable yeah, yeah. survival I'd, adaption. I'd, I'd totally give that to someone as a hindrance if they wanted it. The opposite of Doubting Thomas. Everything has a supernatural explanation. Oh, Mulder. It's the Mulder power. Um, at, at that point, you're really getting into, you know, elves steal my odd socks kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that, it's the opposite of the ske- it's the opposite of the Skelly Power, the mold, mold Credulous power. Tommy. Clearly aliens did this. I was thinking more like Faithful Jane. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations, folks. That was a remarkable yeah. job. Doubting Thomas is a bad hindrance to have if you live in impulse Transylvania. <laughs> oh, you don't believe in anything supernatural. Moreover, because you've taken this as a major, even overwhelming evidence will not convince you, and you're at minus four to all of your fear checks against supernatural things. Yes. yes. Let's be really pleased Polly wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, well there's a reason we didn't bring Polly to Transylvania. I mean, she's in the wrong game. balance that out a little by taking Brave as well, but it's still pretty uh, nasty. Minus four penalty on your spirit checks for fear. 
And whenever you would roll on the fear chart, roll twice and take the worse option. Well, I think the thing is that um, people with Nautic Town and Colossus in Transylvania, it's kind of a Darwinian yeah. effect. They don't tend to live very well, long or necessarily reproduce. Well, the thing is, as a major hindrance, that's the same as having one arm. Yeah. So that's the level of cripple. Oh, my God. What happens when a Gautic Thomas is hindrance? I'm a vampire, but they do not exist. Yes. I hate I myself. do not exist. I, I not do ex- not exist. Hey, no, no. I what? do not exist, therefore I am not. I don't know what you mean. I am not a vampire. I simply have a skin allergy. Oh. And I sleep in a box. Which is vaguely coffin shit. Somebody sharpened my teeth overnight. <laughs> that would be perfect. It's a dental condition. Yes, and I drink blood. It is a unique diet. It, 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 it tastes good.